Welcome to The Medalist, where we count down our top five personal favorites. A little bit of a different intro today, because... We need a logo. We need a fucking logo. So whether you're a graphic designer or maybe you just fuck around with Photoshop, we're going to have a contest running till the end of May? No. April. Oh my God. <laughs> all the way to first weekend of May. And we'll take all submissions of any kind. But hit us up with all your submissions. We're, we're open to anything. Send all your submissions to medalistpodcast at gmail.com. If we choose yours, obviously you'll get credit everywhere where we're available. All social media in the show notes of the show. You'll also get a free t-shirt when we get some shirts made or whatever merch we have. Until then, what time is it, Jason? I'm ready for some fucking God hammered. And now your hosts, David Dilo Lopez and Jason Smith. This is The Metalist. Hi, and thanks again for joining us wherever you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this. It's The Metalist Podcast. I'm still Dave. I'm still Jason. And he, once again, is still Alex. Say hi. Hi, I'm yeah. Alex. So, full disclosure, we recorded this one a long time ago, and we're going to record it again because we have better gear and we're more energetic and we know what we're doing this time. It's pretty sick. So And better lists. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Did you change yours a lot? Uh, No, I just added like two honorable mentions. Okay, that was about <laughs> the same as me too, yeah. Because I, I, I definitely was cycling through it again just like, do I still feel the same? And I was like, yes, I definitely do. Today, we're talking about... A band very near and dear to all our hearts, especially Alex, because yes. it's his favorite band. Accurate. Yes. Who are we talking about? We are talking about the Swedish gods, soil work. Indubitably. And as we gods. start every time. Oh, hey, I'm going to shout out to two friends of mine, Darren and Kyle Brown. Mm-hmm. Big soil work fans. Yep. Probably the first dudes I ever heard say soil work was their favorite band. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, shout out, Darren's got a new band, Sons on Fire. Let's check them out. Uh, and then we're going to start as we do every time. Alex, what was your first exposure to soil work? So, uh, I will refrain from saying the song name because it's in my top two, Mm -hmm. but it was probably late 2003 ish. And it was a single for one of their records that they did around that time. So I will again, refrain from (laughs) do the math. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But it, I was, uh, I just got into Kill Switch Engage, and the album was Alive or Just Breathing, and it would just fucking turn my world upside down. So I was on an internet craze trying to track down stuff that was similar, and I came across a bunch of Shadows Fall stuff, and I came across this live video, and it was the first song I ever heard from Soil Work. It was a live video of them performing, and I was just like, holy shit. They are this good on a fucking bootleg video in 2003. Fuck yes. And then the next song after that was the video for their upcoming the their upcoming album. And it was like, oh my God. And then I 
couple years later, Stabbing the Drama came out, and I grabbed that, and it was just... Game over. Game over. Yeah, yeah, Now, because it was 2003, um, were you using Real Player to watch it? I believe so. Oh, man. Do you guys <laughs> remember Real Player? <laughs> you remember Real Player, Jason? It never fucking worked. It, yeah, exactly. It never no, I, actually, I think, I think it was just, like, embedded players, like, on the actual uh, website. Even better, dude. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Real Player was yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> I would say rest in peace, Real Player, but it's more like, go get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Straight up, dude. Winamp, dude. Winamp, yeah, yeah, Winamp. yeah. Winamp. Yeah. Custom skins and whatnot. <laughs> so stupid. Band name, custom skins. Jason, your first exposure. Same time frame. About 2003. Heard Killswitch Live or Just Breathing. Was looking up, uh, I think maybe, I don't know what I was looking up, but I fucking saw one of the tours they did. Or maybe this was like two tours. Maybe it might have been the same fucking tour, but I remember seeing two names that they had toured with. One was Soil Work and one was In Flames. Mm-hmm. And oh. so I checked out both of them. Was it Scar Culture, Soil Work, um... Kill Switch and Cradle of Filth, maybe. Maybe. Okay, because I remember that being a thing. That was like I, right when Lever Just Breathing came out. I was gonna say, isn't that the tour that Jesse quit on? Yeah, probably. Because he quit. He quit when they were touring with Soil Work. Maybe it wasn't Cradle of Filth, but yeah, it was Soil. It was Soil Work, Kill Switch, and Scar Culture for sure. And there, yeah, I think that was the tour that Jesse oh, quit on. Hypocrisy, I think. Ooh, that, that sounds. Might be that it. sounds. That right. sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I might be was, thinking of something else. I had just seen the name, so I was like, "Ah, fuck it, I'll look them up." Downloaded it. I think it was the first one I had listened to was uh, Predator's Portrait. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked it. Let's see. I mean, I think I got. Uh, fuck was Natural Born? Yeah, Natural Born Chaos. Just mm. like a year. They were yeah. a year like, I think I'd gotten. I'd gotten Steel by Suicide, Predator's Portrait, and Natural Born Chaos all at the same time. Predator's portrait just sounded more interesting, I guess. So I listened to that one first, and I was just like, damn, like this is pretty cool. And I, actually, I think I listened to Natural Born Chaos after that, because I remember I'd heard those two before I heard Steel Bass Suicide. And I heard Steel Bass Suicide, I'm like, fuck, dude, like this is totally different. Like, so weird. Like, But yep. I didn't like it as much. It was, um, I mean, was, on one hand, I like the stuff because it's more like the At The Gate stuff that I was like really into at the time. But I also think it wasn't as good. So I didn't like it as much. And, I mean, honestly, dude, the fucking sound on Predator's Portrait and fucking Natural Born Chaos, forget about it. It's like, like a heavy Debbie, oh, dude. dude. Devin Townsend sound, production. The sound on it still, to this day, sounds so fucking good, dude. Like, So, yeah, that was that was right. It's that same exact fucking time. And, I mean, I, I, I think what people find out listening to our show is there's certain times where I found a shitload of music all at once. 2003 yeah. is one of those. Yes. You know, 2002, 2003, right around there. I, I mean, I guess it's probably when it, when it, these uh, new genres or new movements come around. That's when all of a sudden it's like, holy fuck, like I just found all this fucking shit I just love. So, yeah, about around there. And I didn't know anything. Like, I didn't know they were from fucking Sweden. <laughs> you know, I had no idea really what Swedish melodic death metal was yet. I didn't know about you know, fucking Studio Fredman, like, none of that shit. Like, it was just a fucking band that I liked. And it wasn't until probably Figure Number 5 came out when I was really, like, I mean, by that time I knew all of that stuff, so I was like, oh, man, I can't wait for this fucking album to come out. So Figure Number 5 was the first one I was really waiting. I, I, I mean, I was I was ready for that one to come out. Super stoked on it. What about you? 
is pretty damn close to that, dude. I mean, like, first of all, I don't know if music choice is still a thing. So if it is not, rest in peace, music I, choice. I believe it is, but. Yeah, okay. I haven't had anything that's had it for years. But, like, dude, that, that was where I heard a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day, uh, the analyst comes up from Predator's Portrait, and I just, like, you ever have that where you, like, actually feel the weight in your chest? Like, you're just actually blown away by something? Like, like that was one for me, dude. I'd heard, you know, Screaming with Singing from Fear Factory up to that point and a little, you know, with uh, Slipknot, too. But not like this. Nothing this was face. something... Nothing face too, yeah, but like, like not to the same degree, man. Like nothing like this before, you know. Like that, that, that. that album. I just meant like the screaming and singing and stuff. I know, but like, like not, not to the degree this was. You know what I mean? And like that was the crazy thing was this is the first fucking album that that speeds singing on too. You know what I mean? For a first time around, that's pretty fucking good. Not counting the one bonus track version of Shadow Child from Chain Heart Machine, but like, like you know where he's hitting full stride. Even his screams different. Like Lady oh, yeah, totally sound better overall. Glossed over that one too. I, yeah. I actually prefer that version over the album version because it has like that super groovy ri- uh, yeah, verse yeah, riff yeah. rather than the yeah the that little me- melodic lead line. Yeah, I mean I can go back and forth. They're both like pretty damn equally great. You know. Um, I even kind of like that more raw production on that version, yeah. too. But, like, so from there, I'm just like, you know, my the whole world is blown open for me of, you know, melodic death metal. That's the first exposure I think I have, period, going back, you know. And then I was just like, oh, I need more shit like this. You know, later that same year, I hear, come or, uh, what is it? Cloud Connected by In Flames. Yep. And I was just like, oh, so this is this In Flames bands I, you know, keep hearing about. Tried at the gates. Didn't quite hit. That, that'll be for another episode, but it didn't quite have the same effect on me. But I also heard The Haunted, you know, um... And it's not the same thing, but, you know, same idea, bury your dead. Like, like, and then, sure enough, that whole wave of, and I remember thinking this in, in high school. It's just like, dude, what if there was a band that took, like, Hatebreed and Soil Work? And then, sure enough, I was like, oh, a million other people had the same fucking idea way before I did. That's it from there. But, you know, I seek out Predator's Portrait in 2002 after hearing it in 2001. And the whole fucking thing, front to back, is, is perfect to me. Uh, and I also picked up Calculating Infinity by Dillinger Escape Plan the same day. That's a story for a different time. Talk yeah, about that. Totally different experiences, right? Turns your brain to scrambled eggs. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. What a what a day that was. Uh, and so, yeah. And then shortly, shortly, shortly thereafter from Predator's Portrait, Natural Born Chaos comes out. Seemingly almost immediately after that, figure number five comes out. I'm obsessed with this band and fucking, you know, that's where <clears> we're going to go from here. Do you guys have, because I was thinking about this because we did this with Eli, do you guys have a favorite lineup or era or whatever you want to call it? Oh, for soy work? Yeah. Uh, probably, well, I really do like, I'm not going to lie, I do like the current lineup a lot, but I would probably say the Predator's Portrait to uh, figure number five era with Henry Ront on drums, Peter Wickers, Ola, Flink, and Frenning, and Speed, and then uh, 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 Carlson mm. on keyboard. Wow, not even Dirk, huh? I, I, I think that Ronta just fit the band better. That is true. At, Ronta, at that specific time period, but yeah. I love the lineup now. Mm-hmm. What's that guy's name? Do you uh, know? Bastion. Okay. I saw that. It, was, it looked weird yeah, to if, me. In it, he's, he's in another band called the Arcane Order that's fucking crazy, uh, and he was Dirk's, like, prodigy student no for shit. drums yeah like dirk like hand picked him hand trained the guy 
to fill his shoes and his like if you haven't checked out his YouTube channel, the dude is a fucking monster. I haven't checked out his YouTube, but he's on Instagram all the time and he's really fun to watch. Yeah, it looks like he has his drum studio sit in like an empty swimming pool. Like he decked that out. It's it's fucking sick. Weird. Yeah. Party. Jason, favorite lineup? Uh anything with Dirk Verbieren. I don't even care if Speed's there and Dirk's there. That's the shit. I've never been like, oh my god, like these riffs. You know, as much as I like Wickers and stuff, I do have a song. Actually, I don't even. I, we might have to have a listen to one of them. I can't remember which one it is. But there was one song because uh, my list changed a little bit from last time. But there was one song that I was just like, wow, this fucking solo is like crazy. And I know it's not Wickers, but yeah, I was never. It was. So, I mean, I guess I'll say this, too. Like, this band's never been a riff band for me. It's never even really been a verse band for me, man. It is all about the fucking choruses, dude. And the melody lines, because there's some melody lines, man, that they have. I mean, all their stuff's melodic, but, man, some of it just does not do it for me at all. I'm like, fuck, dude. But, like, the stuff that does, ultimately does. Like, there's not a lot of in-between. I either fucking love this shit, or I just don't even listen to it. I kind of have, I mean, aside from newer stuff, I have like my skippers. I know they're skippers. They never even get put into a playlist now. They never really get listened to because I just know the melody line at some point in that song, particularly most, it's mostly the choruses. If the chorus doesn't do it for me, there's probably not, there's not going to be something else in that song that's going to do it for me. Right. But fucking Dirk, dude, on the fucking drums, man. He's been one of my favorite drummers for a long fucking time, man. I'm stoked he's in fucking Megadeth. Like, you know, and the guy's great. And I did listen to the new one. I'm not sure who's playing drums. Is that the new Bastion, guy? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I, it doesn't surprise me. I didn't know that, the, that Dirk handpicked the guy, but it doesn't surprise me at all because it sounds you can like, ca- yeah, yeah, sounds you like can fucking Dirk. You can barely tell it's not Dirk. Like, so it's like, and I'm not saying Dirk's one of those dudes that's like, oh, you can always tell it's him. There's very, very few drummers that can. If, in fact, I couldn't even tell you a drummer that you can all. One guy, Chris Adler. And that's more of a sound thing than yeah, what yeah. he's doing. Yeah. But that's probably the only drummer where I could say, like, okay, this is, that's Chris Adler on drums. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, not no, a lot of them yeah. that do that. So, you know, people can get better. They can always play less. So it's like, whatever. But fucking, there's just, with the stuff that they're doing with Dirk there, like, I just, I really like the fucking stuff that they're doing with what he's doing. Not not bagging on Ranta either because, I mean, he's easily the second for me. Like, I don't know how many drummers they've had. I thought they had a lot. No, they've only had three. Just, yeah, it was there's Hen- only been three? It was Henry, Dirk, and now Bastion. I thought Isn't there was someone admirable. before Henry. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I mean, I guess it's like how many people can you name off of that, like, first oil work lineup, you know, from... Steel Wasn't Bat there a suicide? guy that fucking went to uh, Chimera? That was... Andals or something like that? Yeah, no, uh, it was the guy... Uh, fuck, I'll find his name. Hold on. I, I remember that guy. Yeah, there was a guy between between Henry and Dirk for like a minute. Yeah, and then he it went... It wasn't well, very long, right? No, no, it was it was only for like a tour. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Because yeah. he got picked up immediately by Chimera because they were on that tour yeah, together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. the next time I saw Chimera, they had that guy, and he was a great drummer, but from what I could tell, that guy was a bit hard to get along with. So maybe it was good for soil. Yeah, I remember too. on the Chimera fucking DVD or something, man. He was just like, 
uh, oh, yeah. he was having panic attacks. Yeah, well, yeah, they showed him freaking out and. And that was back in the day when there was like, oh, fucking pussy with your panic attack, fucking bitch. And I was like, dude, fuck, man, the guy's having a hard time. Like, yeah. what do you want him to do? Like, take it easy. Mostly because I had panic attacks too, so right. I, I understand. But most people didn't understand. I mean, not, we're much more sensitive to that. Richard nowadays. Evanson. For one year, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I remember not that the guy's guy I was name now. Of, but no, that's the guy. If you're talking about from from Chimera to, or from soil work to Chimera, that's him. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, it says right here. Well, who's the, who? All right. Yeah, yeah. Drummer for Therion. You guys do your thing. Ebony Tear Sorcerer Dog. Because now I gotta find out who this other fucking dude is. Well, now I'm curious. Wait, you're talking about the guy on the Chimera DVD? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's him, Ricky Evanson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the fuck is this Andals dude? Or that Andal- was the dude before in Chimera who was supposed to take part in the reunion, but he couldn't because he had is, like. Is that the guy that did the Roadrunner United Road Runner, stuff yeah, with that's Rob? The guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So he's yeah. a Chimera drummer, not yeah. a soil work drummer. Yeah. What the okay. fuck was that? It sounded like a truck. It's a spastic Harley. Because that- all. Every Harley has to be I a fucking spaz. Hard, dude. We get it. You have a Harley. Yeah. It's, it's it easy. It's like uh, South Park. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me just see something here real quick. Oh, that's not it's like helpful. Andal's Herrick or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's him. That that was the original drummer, and then uh, okay, so yeah, they headed had it somebody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I forgot. I I wonder if that Ricky Evanson guy's even doing anything anymore. He freaked the fuck out in that DVD, dude. That was gnarly. Highly recommended, by the way. Good documentary if you can find it. <laughs> Which one? The dehumanization process. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I wonder how well that holds up, dude. Because I was talking. You guys should do a, a, a like, episode about anyway. Oh, we, yeah. we could do a Chimera episode and talk about that. Yeah. That or an episode about uh, <laughs> band documentaries. So they did have one drummer That'd before be one. Henry Ronta, some guy named Jimmy Pearson. And if he played on anything, it's probably Steel Bath Suicide. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's what I was saying. Like, okay, so there's another band. Uh, That's really weird because like all my favorite fucking stuff is the is like my favorite songs are the ones with. From like Ranta mostly. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's, for sure. That's why that's my my go to line. I mean, I like the fucking. I just like a lot of the. I don't know. No, I'm with you, dude. He had. I kind of stopped listening to these guys for a while. Like okay. his double bass work is underrated as like, fuck. Have you dude. listened to yeah. the new one very? I mean, obviously you have, but. <laughs> yeah, I listen to it more than Ride Majestic. And I really like Ride Majestic, but I listened to it more. So that was the thing. I remember when it came out, you and I had a little conversation about how we really like this one song, and I can't remember which one it is, but I remember coming away like, why do we like this? And I was like, oh, it's because it reminds you of Queensryche, dude. There's, it's a very Queensryche riff. I can't remember what it's called, well, man. that's a lot of help. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. so Jimmy Pearson was on Steel Bath Suicide. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My bad. No worries. I just, <laughs> like, like, again, we, we talked about in the past, like, how fucking ridiculously prolific they were, right? Because you had Steel Bath Suicide in, I guess that'd be 98, right? Yeah. And then Chain Heart Machine I mean, is... Two, two, 2000. Yeah. And then 2001 was, it was Predator. Porter's Portrait. Yeah, and, and then, then 2002, 2002 was Natural Born Chaos. Three albums, three years, yeah. dude. Well, and then figure number five was 2003. 2003 yeah. yeah, right before I graduated high school. Fucking workhorses, yeah. dude. That's then, why they call the band fucking Soil Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, fucking Stabbing the Drama is only two years after that, right? right? And... Um, well, this this album, the the newest one, uh, uh, I can't pronounce it in Swedish, but the English translation is the reality. Um, 
it is their longest gap between albums. Is that right? Since, uh, since, uh, uh, oh god, oh god, oh god, the 2000, 2010 release. Oh fuck. Panic broadcast. Yeah, there, there we go. Yeah. So that that one had the longest uh, time between albums. Yeah, but between um, it was two thousand seven to two thousand two thousand ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. swore then, to a great divide. Uh, yeah, yeah, panic broadcast. Yeah. yeah, and then this one was three and a half years between Death Resonance and this. Yeah, so it's only like a little. Well, yeah. and Death Resonance is a fucking B side, right? Right, yeah, but yeah. it's still their. Yeah, it was their most previous release. That's true. Technically, God damn dude. Because it came out, I think, like two months after. Um, God damn it, Bride Majestic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm not with it today. Hey, I am sorry. You're good, you're good. <laughs> None of us are. It's fine. Pause real quick. On the new one is very similar to that song too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and that's actually one of my honorable yeah, mentions. I've only, Stal- to the, I've, only, I've only listened to the fucking new one like one time. Yeah, I listened to it a bunch just because I was trying to soak it in. It was after the first time we did this episode, so now we got more to talk about that way, right? And then they put out more, like they put out an EP of like bonus tracks or something since then too. Uh, with mixed results, and then they put out like a single of some sort that just didn't make anything altogether. No, well the uh, B sides one that they did for uh, the reality because I can't pronounce Swedish. It has uh, re-recordings of some songs, uh, a little bit of like production tweaks, and then they also have uh, the main single Stalfagal with uh, Arch Enemy Chick. What's her name? Uh, uh, the current one. Yes, Alisa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alisa White Goals. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I don't know if that's how you say it, but... I don't either. Feverish? Is that it? So you're thinking this EP, Underworld? Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, yeah. And then there's this single thing, uh, yeah, Feverish. And then that's yeah. got the... Yeah, Feverish is what I'm talking the about. The other yeah. one, yeah. So there's, there's like, three separate releases all stemming from yeah. the same recording sessions. <clears throat> yeah. Why not? Fuck it. Has it been long enough to where they have to do a new album already? Uh, no. no. Okay, it no. It just came out last year. Well, they could. They could. I mean, they could, yeah. <laughs> if we're talking old soil work, but right. I, don't, I don't think that's the case anymore. You know. Well, it's... a lot of bands do kind of that, that weird release thing where they'll record 20-some-odd songs, and that's that's how um, uh, Living Infinite came about. Right. Was rather, than, rather than do, like, a little bit of release, just fucking call it a double album. But other bands do that all the time. Like, something that I forgot to mention during the Alice in Chains thing is... Uh, uh, when they did the the single recording for Wood, they recorded all of the songs for Sap during that recording session. Yeah. Mm. So. That makes sense, because if like, you listen to um, Got Me Wrong, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it kind of has a similar vibe to it. Interesting. Yeah, the studio gave them like, a bunch of money just to record Wood, and they ended up using most of it to record sap <laughs> yeah okay. if you get the one song done pretty quick it's like yeah. well we have all the studio time let's just write a bunch of fucking yeah. songs real quick well, that's I mean, how uh, speak english or die from sod came about is they had a bunch of leftover time from spreading the disease from uh, yeah. anthrax i love little stories like that that's fucking yeah. sick so i guess while we're talking favorite lineup i wouldn't say favorite era so i'm gonna make it even more specific favorite album Natural Born Chaos. Okay. Oh, my favorite album is Figure Number Five. Easy. <laughs> so we're all spread. Mine's Predator's Portrait. Like, like, <laughs> it's all in like that same that it's, same it's, era. What is it? Three? No, it's two years. It's within two years. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so why why Predator's Portrait? Probably because it's the first sell, one sell I ever on heard. It. But it's also like I think front to back, like like ten songs. It flows damn well near perfectly. That Frederick Nordstrom, because Frederick Nordstrom did the first three albums. That might be my favorite Frederick Nordstrom production. Full stop. 
I really need to think about that, but I think it might be. Yeah, because it didn't sound like In Flames or At the Gates right. either. That's what's cool. He, even though it's all from the same region and it's all, you know, there's a heritage there, he did make each band sound like themselves rather than um, than all the same thing. The way, well, okay, so there's the bonus track version too, and the bonus track's good, but I mean, if you start from Bastard Chain to um, the Predator's Portrait song, just that fucking, that flow is, is really hard for me, to be, for me to beat. There's a couple songs I could skip on Natural Born Chaos, can't think what they are. Um, I was just about to say, well, name them. Yeah, because there ain't a fucking skip yeah. around there for me. Name dude, them. I'm trying to think what they are, dude, because I can name all the ones I like. Oh, man. See, now you got me thinking. I might have to come back I to mean, I years. could probably skip Black Star Deceiver, maybe. Oh, that's if one I'm of my not, honorable mentions. Yeah. <laughs> that might be what I'm thinking, If I'm not man. in the right mood, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too. But, dude, seriously, I'm not, skip, all, man. I'm not skipping Black Star Deceiver. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> that, that is the one thing to think about, like, Steel Bath Suicide, it's all kind of different versions of the same thing, right? Kind of similar to Chain Heart Machine, and I feel like like fucking Predator's Portrait, like that's where like each song starts to have its own character and identity. Yeah. And it becomes Dude, Chain way Heart's more so, so rough because it's like Steel Bath Suicide obviously was just like, okay, this is you know where we're coming from right now. And it's probably what they were doing for a while. Let's go in and record our fucking set, basically, like a yeah. lot of bands' first albums. And it, you know, but maybe they wanted to get to Predator's Portrait, and Chain Heart Machine is like, how do we do that? And it just doesn't sound very good. Even the production doesn't sound very good. Well, I was just gonna say, what 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 is better between the production on Steel Bath to Chain Heart Machine? Because I think you know, I, I Chain Heart's the one album I, I barely listen to. I personally yeah. prefer it on Chain Heart. So you guys talking about skipping songs and albums? Like I personally don't skip fucking anything, but. If if I had to pick one to skip, it would be Steel Bath. Okay. There's there's more more bangers on on Chain Heart Machine, especially like for that album, it's all about the fucking solos. The the fight because that's when Wickers is doing kind of his like crazy shreddy stuff, like on the song. He's definitely that's probably the most shreddy gets, I yeah. I would say. Like on the actual title track song, Chain Heart Machine <clears throat> has Arguably the sickest fucking guitar solo soil works ever done. And that was the first album with Frenning too, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they kinda hit it there. You know, each I mean, album totally honest, like I don't really listen to the first two albums much at all. Mm-hmm. I don't same, think most people same. Do. But I mean, that's I'm like that with a lot of bands. Mm-hmm. A lot of bands. In fact, probably most of the stuff I listen to, I don't really listen to the first one or two. You know what's interesting is that Banger had um Paul from Cannibal Corpse on the other day and he talked about how they did start off as this kind of half thrash, half death metal thing, as a lot of those bands did, because death metal wasn't a fully formed thing yet. So then when they asked, Well, when do you think Cannibal really hit their stride? I thought he was gonna say Tomb of the Mutilated. He said fucking the bleeding. That caught me off guard. Oh, that's absolutely where but we can so. talk about that when we talk about Cannibal. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's those similes with other bands. Like, like, and then, then, like, you know, Carcass talks about, you know, I've heard Bill Steer say forever and ever, ever, heart, heart work is my favorite one. I was like, duh, fucking, yeah. <laughs> but then when they asked Jeff the same question, I've never heard this before. He thinks it's um, Symphonies of Sickness. Which I was like, oh, well, all right. Those are two very contrasting right. views. Yeah. And I mean, if you've heard that new song, it sounds like they are kind of going that way more. So, so why well, not? On, on the same vein, that's uh, one of the reasons why I feel Natural Born Chaos is so. It, it, that's my my favorite one because it piggybacks off of their new direction and 
diversity in, in writing and structure and yeah, their songs that, that from Predator, mm-hmm. but also it's got the, the next level Devin Townsend production. It has like, that's when they really hit the stride doing the duality and vocals for the aggressive stuff and the melodic singing. And it, yeah. it is literally a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like you can't go really wrong with either of those. Mine's and, figure number five because that's when they brought in the weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's bring in the fucking keyboards. Let's go fucking hyper fucking well, melodic. And it was weird. Well, like, they, they brought that in on Natural Born Chaos because, like, imagine yeah. imagine as we speak without the yeah. keyboard line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, there's a very they solid They just went hard. Line. Like, they went fucking hardcore. Like, they really fucking turned yeah. into the skid on fucking figure number five. And they basically, it's almost like they went to fucking Carlson. was like... Hey, man, you got any ideas? And he was like, fuck yeah, I do. Let's go. And he just <laughs> yes, fucking kind yes, of went with it. Yeah. And there's so much more keyboardy stuff. There's They added a lot of fucking poppier elements into it. Mm-hmm. It's natural born chaos, like, except like the fucking exposing like a more poppier side of natural, natural born chaos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I like about it because... I mean, my two like my two favorites would be Natural Born Chaos and Figure Number Five. Like okay. that would be my number one and my number two. But I just I just like Figure Number Five because, like I said, that was the first one I was waiting for, and I was so fucking just like blown away when I heard it because I've heard stuff like Natural Born Chaos at the fucking time. That was kind of like some of that. I, I mean, I wouldn't say metalcore stuff, but like I mean, a lot, a bit like that. What 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 metalcore was becoming? Yeah, about I mean it was. Yeah. I'd heard stuff similar to that. Like I really hadn't heard anything like on figure number five. Yeah, not not, yeah. not with that kind of fucking. It was catchy but not pussy. Well, that's it what was, I was poppy but not cheesy. Yeah. Like it, I don't know. I've never quite heard it like that. And I just really love how how uh, fucking speed like really like his um his cadence on a lot of the songs. Sven, that's his name. We keep yeah, calling Sven him Car- Carlson. Yeah, that's yes. um, like a. Car- I know it's Carlson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah uh, probably, when he gets called at his job, probably <laughs> the way he fucking just like sings the lines, and like sometimes he'll have like one sentence is coming over top of the loop. I don't know if that makes any sense to any listeners, but where the riff <laughs> ends and the the next, you know, and it starts again. He's still saying part of the next line, or and yeah. he, he the way he, the next, yeah. he enunciates some of the words to make them fit in a certain spot. It's just really fucking. It just hits me all the right way, and like I said, that's the big one. All of the melody lines on figure number five, all of them, every fucking one of them, I like feel that. just works for me, and I don't have to skip anything on there. And I feel that like that album is because Wickers, Rick Wickers, and Carlson wrote most of that album. And that album really shows Peter going like, all right, I've done a lot of melodic death metal. I'm going to write some groove shit. Mm-hmm. Let's do some groovy yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, their primary source was all groove. I, I have <laughs> never heard any of their uh, like demo stuff from before they, they started doing the melodic stuff. But they say when they started out, they were very rooted in Pantera, Machine Head, and uh, Meshuggah at the time. As, or not Meshuggah, uh, Carcass. Like, and then like even though Carcass gets very melodic, they do have a lot of groove stuff, too. Uh, and then they transition to the melodic stuff to kind of fit in with their, their surroundings. And that's the cool thing again. We, you know, they all kind of start from a similar place and then they all really forge their own identity as they keep going. Yeah. I, I think my favorite thing about this band, though, is the actual progression of the albums. Because there are bands out there that do the, the, the same thing every time that the fans love, like your Hate Breed, your Cannibal Corpse, mm-hmm. but... 
if you if you grab a soil work album say something from the early years like predator's portrait into something newer like ride majestic very fucking different and both are equally as fucking good yeah absolutely there's a there's an interesting arc between those two points and yes. everything in between well so that's the thing too I say their stride really hits. Again, there's always going to be those people that favor the first or second, you know, the first two albums. Right. But, like, they really hit their stride from Predators to Natural Born Chaos to, and again, some people would consider that a departure, but, you know, at the end of the day, figure number five is a fantastic fucking album. All the way to Stabbing the Drama. Stabbing the Drama is like a whole new streamlining of their sound, too, and putting in different elements. Stabbing the Drama reminds me of a mix between figure number five and Natural Born Chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a natural. It was like, okay, we got weird. Yeah. We had our masterpiece. Mm -hmm. We got weird. Let's do both of those at the same time. I I think Stabbing the Drama also has, out of any of their albums, I think it has the best production quality. Oh, yeah. It sounds like the the guitars are so clean and heavy. It's fucking awesome sounding. And Dirt Snare. Dirt Snare on that album. I also think that's why, I think that's one of, I mean, I would probably say, like, as far as fanship goes, that's probably what most people would consider their fucking. Their pinnacle. Yeah, the peak oh, or whatever, you know, like yeah. or the start of the plateau, the the tip top, like, and they, yeah, obviously commercial numbers don't lie, but I mean, I think even with fans, that's usually, but that's where they got huge too, yeah. though. So I mean, there could be nostalgia there, where it's like, oh, I heard the one before, but I didn't quite like it, but then stabbing the drama came out, and I fucking loved it. Then that's your shit, right? I mean, that's gonna be your fucking shit. So. I think that, you know, right there. And then the thing that sucks is, like, that's also right where they stumbled. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's, that's what I was leading into, right? Was, like, yeah. so then it completely, I don't, you know, some bands, like, they're really hot for a minute, and then they, something kind of happens, and, like, they're still successful, but they never really quite get to where they could have been. Was it because Peter left? Is that what it well, was? Well, he was, he was the main songwriter. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it Honestly, it was because he left. So it's funny to think, because I mean, if you look, that is their highest charting album, I think, at least in the states, was uh, was sworn to a great divide because they were still coming yeah. off the heat from figure or, uh, from stabbing the drama. Well, right? they they also toured their ass off for stabbing the drama to make sure that the next album yeah, would. That well, that's that happens all the time. So you what you end up having, and I've noticed this quite a bit when I was looking it up recently, and just from thinking about it in general. A lot of times, man, the album after the awesome one mm-hmm. is usually selling better than the one that was the awesome one. Yeah, exactly. It's They're- because when the awesome one was awesome, no one really, you know, not enough people knew who they were. Because it was the awesome one, everybody knows who they are, and they're all waiting for that next one. Yep. So when the next one comes out, no matter what it fucking sounds like, boom, everybody fucking buys it. Yep. Numbers look good, but did you talk to any fucking Soilwork fan, anybody that likes the band, it's clearly clearly not the better one yeah, you know like right. and it's I, I said i i barely listened to uh, steel bass suicide and chain heart but like i think for me the two hardest to listen to is chain heart machine and fucking sworn, uh, sworn to great divide like and some of it is the sound of them too yeah yeah the product because the they guitars did, sound weird well they did the production themselves and a lot of it was friending and it just wasn't quite there. However, the vocals yeah, the vocals are great. amazing and because, they, again, Devin Devin Downs, Downs, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, when it comes to Misery Signals time, oh god, I'm trying to figure out how involved he is in this new album because he is, but I don't know to what extent. So I know for sure he's doing the, doing the vocals, so at least that's going to be cool. 
But like, yeah, it's just amazing how like, like, cause they were on like rock radio. They were playing, uh, what was the big single? The second one, Exile, the, yeah. the Exile or whatever. Yeah. And then just like, yeah, everybody was just like, eh, I don't know. It's, and it's funny to think that they had that production on radio. You know what I mean? I like, know. Way to put that best foot forward. And so like they recovered a little with, um, Panic broadcast. Thank you. And, but, Dude, and that so one is like kinda... the first thing you hear is fuck. Oh, lay for the kill. Yeah, lay yeah. for the slide. Yeah, man. I can't. I can't Dude, even the... mimic it. Like mm-hmm. he just goes so high on that shit. Yeah. Like Speed was just like, eh, it's still here. Mm-hmm. I mean, can we just talk about Speed real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Is he the Dude. fucking best Swedish fucking yeah. singer? I mean, yes. um, he is fucking awesome. But I would probably oh, say uh, Scar Symmetry. Yeah, Christian yeah, okay. Alvestem. Okay. I would say is <sighs> fuck. I would true. say he's the better singer. Mm-hmm. Speed has the better like harsh stuff because Christian yeah. he's got the the death metal growl. He has a normal growl, and he's got this weird high thing. But Speed has all the ranges. Yeah, but yeah. Christian is Speed the better be, singer. You know what I want to hear? I want to hear fucking. So I want to hear some like perturbator slash fucking wave shaper mm-hmm. slash time cop nineteen eighty three synth wave shit with fucking Speed singing on. It's it. called Night Flight Orchestra. They have it. God damn it. All right. They have four albums, and it's holy fucking shit well, good. But, but Night, Night Flight Orchestra is more, um, that's like 80s rock. It's, uh, they, they, what they call it is specifically 1977 to 1983 classic rock. It's essentially, it's essentially like modern foreigner with speed singing. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. hold on. Yeah. Okay, that is definitely foreigner. <laughs> okay, so what I'm thinking of yeah, is Yeah, I this. know what you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no guitars at all, or if anything, minimally? No, like, yeah, that synth fucking wave yeah, shit. Like, keep it paused a second, because they, I mean, they do, they do have... Like, that shit, like, oh, man, I would love to hear him fucking singing over some shit like that. Like, oh, that'd be so good. Just because he has, like, parts in some of some Soilwork songs where he's singing, and, I, I mean, I hear New Order, I hear Pet Shop Boys, mm-hmm. I hear... Because I'm, you know, I only go so far in on that. I mean, like, like yeah, even the fucking orchestral maneuvers in the dark. Yeah. You know that old shit. Like, I, I, I hear that in his voice sometimes, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, fuck, dude, I want to hear this fucking shit so bad. Like, well, that's the thing, man. Like, like he's proven at this point that he can put his voice over anything, and it's fucking yes. awesome. You know what I mean? Oh yes. yeah, man. Like the guy is fucking incredible, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, like starting out, you know, he was doing the high thing to match all the other bands in the in the region at the time. And then gradually he learned. I mean, if you hear him talk, he's got a deep fucking voice. And he realizes, hey, man, this isn't like me. And so, like, gradually his voice, you know, he starts screaming lower and lower until you get to, I would say, maybe the pinnacle of that might be stabbing the drama. And then yeah. he really finds it. But then in more recent albums, he starts exploring the highs and lows and everything yeah. in between. And he just starts getting super versatile. He decides he wants to start singing, um, you know, around predator's portrait and then he just gets better at that too to where he's doing stuff now that he could never do back then to his fucking singing yeah. voice his clean vocals yeah unmatched uh, almost the top for me yeah. there's a there's a video of him doing a frank sinatra karaoke that's so nice. fucking good yeah but what are the other bands that like we know him from like like you obviously oh, uh, got soil work you got Disharmony Night Moon Dark Dark i love that band yeah, that's so much cool shit. yeah you also had you know he was in terror 2000 which mm. yeah but like, like wasn't there it. like one more that he was that he was notable for being in or something maybe night flight yeah <laughs> i thought he had some collaboration thing with uh dirk in the works or something at the very least maybe i don't know 
We'll keep an eye on. But he also case. does a bunch of guest spots. Yeah, well, I was just gonna say, like, like what, what are some of the? He had that so, one uh, song with "I Killed the Prom Queen," that's uh, really good. Most notably, the one that comes to mind immediately for guest spots, "Demon Hunter." Okay, I don't know that I know that one. Uh, let me find the song name really quick. Okay, I don't know. Like, I don't think I've ever heard him do a guest spot, but I mean, it's probably bands I don't listen to. So, well, I was just trying to think of it too. I was like, yeah, he does do a lot. Like, but I have heard that he. He does a lot of fucking guest spots. Um, He'd be a six session guy in general. Does he do? Does he on that uh, from out of the darkness? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He uh, oh, his 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 song on the Nuclear Blast All Stars is actually like the most tame song. Hmm. Uh, yeah. The the Demon Hunter song is called Collapsing, off of the World Is a Thorn in 2010. There you go. Oh, that's Which is why also I my favorite Demon Hunter album. I haven't listened to go. Demon Hunter since yeah. like 2005, maybe. Yeah. I have another question. Are they just like the Swedish Kill Switch Engage? Dare I say, Kill Sweet Engage? Yes, <laughs> I would actually counter that and say, are Kill Switch the American soil work? Because they've pretty much said they are. They said that like that's their biggest influence, more or less. Um, so I mean, maybe Kill both? Switch and Soil? Yeah, yeah. Kill Soil? Wait, no, Kill Work? Soil Switch? Kill Soil Engage? Soil Engage? I mean, like, like you should see the little files I have for soil work engage for me, and, right. for me and Alex's band. They're kind of interchangeable if you yeah. really yeah. get. I mean, I mean, like, because we we talked about this in the past. Like, they've, they've, well, yeah. Well, the kill switch thing, like calling them metalcore, it's like the most minimal part of hardcore being called thrown in there. Otherwise, it's all it's all metal almost. And like, I want to say Jesse would have started singing before. They uh, soil work, whatever, but I don't know. Like, like that margin it's is pretty narrow. Predator's Portrait, two thousand one, and they had they had the Shadow Child song that was kind of like the B side of Chain Heart Machine. So that would have been two thousand. Alive or Just Breathing didn't come out till two thousand two. Right, right, right. So yeah. technically, yeah. But I also know that like he also said he got the inspiration to sing and scream from uh, My Dying Bride. So I mean, it's all parallel thinking. You know what I mean? Right. So yes to both. Yes. Um, and I would say that... Well, they filled in for each other so many times. Guitars, yeah. fucking yeah. bass players, singers, yeah. Yeah. fucking... Bo- I mean, because you could have Howard Jones sing for fucking Soil Work, and you can have Speed fucking sing for fucking Kill Switch Engaging. You're mm-hmm. probably not going to be that far off. I want to... Yeah. Am I right in thinking that Speed was one of the guys they considered asking to replace Jesse? Uh, well, the day Jesse quit, they came up to him and was like, hey, can you do our set? And he's just like, uh, this spur of the moment, I can't. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, like, but yeah. But yeah, it was, it was uh, Speed, Phil... Labonte and Brian uh, Fair. Uh, yeah, Brian Fair. Oh, and, they asked Brandon Chapetti too. Yeah. From Bleeding Through. And apparently he takes credit for saying, no, you should ask Howard Jones because they were touring together with Blood Has Been Shed. Yeah. Which obviously that worked out. But like, okay, here's another one. And not just soil work, but all the bands that influence Kill Switch. Does it seem like all the bands that influence Kill Switch in return got influenced by, by Kill Switch themselves? You know what I mean? Like, like. Because I, mean, well, I, so. I think once Kill Switch, because they were kind of the first to blow up. They blew up before In Flames. They blew up before Soil Work, mm-hmm. before Stabbing the Drama, all that. And I mean, but a lot of that happened at the same time so true. fucking quick, yeah. though. Yeah, it's that parallel thing again. I actually, because we talked about that before, whether or not Kill Switch is the closest thing to metalcore in melodic death metal. I would argue now it's In Flames. If you look at like just all the influences they took from all the bands they influenced and other ones, dude, like. Yeah. In flames well, now. Well, because like 
I, I credit it to a specific album, came out 2000 from In Flames, Clayman. Mm-hmm. Clayman has the... Qu- that was, yeah, that was the first one that really, In Flames really kind of like, yeah, they were the first to really kind of change out of that transition, not change, Whoa. but... Yeah. It's specifically the guitar tone on that album. Yeah. And like, because there, there are two guitar tones, which I credit fucking all of modern metal to, which is Vulgar Display of Power and Clayman. So Clayman has like the Fredman technique where you have uh, an on-axis and off-axis SM57 microphone on your on your cabinet, and it just gives this huge wide berth. It, it is... That album is so amazing for guitar tone and Kill Switch Engage fucking tried to emulate it. Soil Work, all these all these bands tried to do what that album did for guitar, just on in terms of tonality. I mean, like as far as like even the stuff they're doing, because yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of for, yeah. I always forget Clayman came out in two thousand. But that was really like I mean I you could almost say before that dude um, Colony. Mm-hmm was kind of like the first part of the transition. Okay, we're not really just doing... I mean, we had songs on fucking... Oh, Oracle, Oracle but not that many. Yeah. You know, Colony came out, and it's like, wow, okay, Kill Switching... Or, Jesus Christ. Soil Kill work. Flames Enriched. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds Kill like Kill Switching Game, like, In Flames really is like, okay, like we're starting to transition okay. out of what is the quote-unquote Gothenburg fucking sound. Yeah, because right. right? at the gates, their whole thing was already based on the entombed HM2 guitar sound. They just tweaked it a little, and so there is an evolution to follow there for sure. But, like, they were... And, and, I mean, they were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. In Flames was getting bigger before any of these other ones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, if you're watching that band do their thing, you know what I mean? And they're, you're influenced by that and you're into what they're doing. It's like, okay, that's what we got to do. Yeah. It's like, well, it's working. And then, it you goes, know what I mean? Like there's, okay, they just fucking, they just dug out the fucking new lane. Yeah. Well, cool. Now we have, okay, well, us as Killswitch Engage or us as Soil Work. Like, now there's room for us. And it might have been something they had an idea to do a long time yeah. before that, but no one really had the lane there. You know right. what I mean? And so now it's like, well, fuck, it's there. Let's fucking go in there. And like like we've talked about so many times, well, I've talked about so many times before, you can have a hundred fucking bands playing the same fucking song, dude, it'll never sound the same. So it's like, well, you, you know, we're going to put our spin on what we consider this sound. And it's like, yeah, like, so now all of a sudden, because I used to always wonder, like, what the fuck happened to Soil Work? What the fuck happened to In Flames? Because they they did change. It's just Soil Work changed relatively quick. It was yeah. two fucking yeah. albums, and boom, they were, like, on a whole different thing. Yeah. Where In Flames was, like, very gradual. Yeah. yeah. You know definitely. what I mean? Like, I I, I think both ways are, are correct as far as, like, you know, if, if you're going to change that quickly, do it early. Yeah. And if you're going to change that gradual, make it very gradual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I think Killswitch sees that and they're like, okay, cool. But for some reason, <laughs> dude, they just recorded a song called The End of Heartache. And it's like, it went fucking through the roof. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's looking at what they're doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. wait yeah. a minute, they're, what are they doing? Like, yeah. in, like what we're talking about influencing bands that then influence you yeah like, there wouldn't become clarity without end of heartache no and like yeah. it doesn't that's how just shit works it's like you tour with other bands you listen to music and it's like again everything influences you sitting in traffic influences you yep. in some sort of fucking way to do something and so if if it is a 
a positive and a good influence and it's something you want to emulate or something you want to, okay, how can we take what they're doing and put it in our sound? Eventually, yeah, it could just be like, very rarely is anybody just like blazing a new fucking trail. Right. Yeah. That's really fucking rare, dude. Like, and especially nowadays. And I mean, I think people put too much weight into that of like, oh, this band's blazing. No, they're not. And two, it doesn't matter if they are. <laughs> so, like, who gives a fuck who did it first, right? I mean, yeah. that doesn't matter. You don't get extra points. You don't get new. You don't get extra fans because you did something before anybody else. Right. Did. It's not about being first. It's about doing it well. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And it's also about doing it the way you do it. Yep. You know, and it's like, fucking dude, like, I want to fucking take what, like, I think Kill Switch Engage, like, the end of Heartache opened up a new avenue for bands like In mm-hmm. Flames and for fucking Slowly Work, where it's like, man, we can even add a, and a whole other element of radio without losing our sound. Because yep. they didn't lose their sound with that fucking song. Yeah, it no, still sounds like a Kill Switch Engage version of a radio song. Mm-hmm. Well, what's a soil work version of a radio song? You know, and now you have fucking uh, Nerve. Is that yeah. the song? Yeah, yeah. Nerve. You know, <laughs> I didn't think about that to me, yeah. dude, like that was a song I thought should have been all. I mean, I know there's a video for it. I saw it. That's the only soil work video I've ever seen. I sang um, it with him. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we'll get there. And I mean, you know, like obviously like the stuff from Come Clarity or even stuff like The Quiet Place and things like that where right. it's like, dude, like that stuff. Oh, dude, Cloud Connect. Okay. We can't start talking about it. I know, right? I know. But you do bring, have. Bring me back to that episode too. <laughs> you do have those 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 songs where it's like, man, like it's that's clearly like to me, especially as somebody who listens to heavier stuff, that's what radio should be. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, there should be exactly. a separate radio for fucking like Five Finger Death Punch and Ghost and fucking Nickelback and stuff like that. Like, that's rock radio to me. Metal radio would be something like Nerve and and some of those, yeah. or even fucking Song of the Damned or The Bringer. Or, you know, some of those fucking call them gateway gateway songs. Yeah, dude. Like that's what that should be. And it's like it's I always love it when fucking. Bands continue to tour with each other, especially if it's a one kind of like a veteran band with a newer band and they start, oh, you know, the older bands getting more energy from the old from the yeah, younger yeah. band and the it's younger symbiotic. bands getting more savvy from the older band. And, and it, you can tell in their music. And yeah. it's really, really fucking cool when you can do that. Or, you know what? Actually, I love it. it's really cool when you hear about it because yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it happens sure. all the time. We, you just don't ever hear about it. You yeah. Know? You know, it's a bummer. I remember because like that was the whole thing was like. In Flames, as far as Sweden, In Flames and Soil Work were definitely leading the pack. Uh, and they toured together a few times, and I never quite actually was there for it. I mean, I was in some respects, but not really. Because they did the, uh, it was Soil Work. Okay, no, it was In Flames, Chimera, Soil Work, Unearth, right before Unearth was going to put out Oncoming Storm. Not right before, like a year before. And they didn't bring that down here, but they did bring uh, Soil Work and Chimera came down for an off-date show. And then, what was it, two years later? Yeah, two years later, it was, that was when OzFest really woke up and didn't have all these, like, fourth-tier new metal bands anymore. And they were going, oh, that's Sweden's where all these people care about coming from, you know? So the second stage, not even the second stage, just, like, they also had stuff on main stage where it was In Flame Soil Work, Arch Enemy, and The Haunted, which was about as Swedish as you could get at the time in 2005. And I, we got there too late for Soil Work. And we got there too late for Arch Enemy. So we saw Haunted and In Flames, but still missed the other half. So that sucks. But, like, you know, like, there was, it was responding in a big way to that, you know, the whole scene coming out of Sweden and their collective influence. 
that was like the biggest thing from yeah. at least the mid two thousands and before that the early two thousands to a, a bit you know a smaller degree. I wonder how much of that is because when you have fans of something like Kill Switch Engage or Lamb of God or Shadows Fall, who kind of had a little bit of it, All That Remains, Unearth was another one mm-hmm. and that was getting some momentum at the time. It's so we've heard guitar solos before, we've heard breakdowns before. But man, we haven't heard those fucking Swedish style the melodic harmonies. death metal riffs yeah, before. Yeah. Or we've heard them before from from them. Mm-hmm. I want more of that. Where can I get more of that? And all of a sudden, because that's what it was for me. Like right. I mean, it was like I'd heard breakdowns. I've you know listened to the hardcore for a long fucking time. I've heard fucking thousands of guitar solos, and most of that stuff, a lot of that stuff, didn't even have guitar solos. But man, I I just could not get enough of those fucking Swedish melodic death metal style riffs. Yeah. And I wanted more of those riffs. Mm-hmm. And it was like, holy fuck, I just found the fucking mother load of them. Well that you know, like Well, that's why that whole genre exploded because it's just like, oh, you like breakdowns? Oh, you like guitar solos? Oh, you like Swedish style fucking riffs? Oh, you like screaming? Oh, and you like singing? Here's <laughs> yeah. a whole fucking genre for you, boys. Yeah, we have yeah. all Buckle these up. new bands for you to listen to. <laughs> yeah. And here's another thing. We also have a way for you to listen to them. It's called file sharing. It is illegal, but you don't care. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Your computer's going to get fucked, but yeah, you're going to love what? it. Cocaine's illegal, too, and everybody <laughs> no. fucking does that. So, fucking hey, let's go. That, that's got to be the one that you put out for the, the hashtag right there. <laughs> that's the quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cocaine's illegal, <laughs> but fuck it. Doing the smile, thumbs up thing while you're doing the picture. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, that was... Yeah, it was it was that. It was here's all of it. It was kind of the Wild West, dude. Like it all yeah. exploded. Like I almost don't even call it Swedish melodic death metal anymore. I just call that part like Swedish melodic death metal. I, I'm getting to the point where that's like God dethroned and like a Mon Marth and like more death metal stuff. Mm-hmm. And like you know, In Flames and Slow works more like Swedish metalcore. Yeah, proto metalcore. Proto metalcore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's because yeah. it is a lot different than a lot of those Swedish melodic death metal bands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, even though at first they were doing that same thing. Right. But I think they had a different thing in mind from maybe from the get-go. Well, think or, about how much know. all that shit changed from like where stuff started seeping in. I first started noticing it in 2002 and then like where all those bands were by the end of the decade let alone now. Atreyu used to fucking cite In Flames and Soil Work especially so much. And they wore kind of like In Flames had the, you remember they had the color-coordinated... Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, back in the day. Atreyu did that for a tour. Like, like they, they used to jock them all the time. And now it's like Bon Jovi. You know what I mean? It's, it was that <laughs> yeah. more long than it was ever the other well, thing. Well, that's, that's another thing, too. Depending on how young you are when, you, when your band starts and really you really get going, that might not be the kind of music you really want to play. Yeah, no. You know, for it's sure. like, oh well, well, you know, like we we well, play all these shows with yeah. our local fucking heroes, and that's what they're playing. And oh, we get on a national tour. We're with fucking Infl- holy fuck. These guys are amazing. Like we can we could take we could figure out how to have this kind of a sound with our thing. Oh wait, we don't even know what our thing is though. Right. I think that's what happened to Soil you know? Work, which is how their exactly their yeah. sound changed so much. They're yeah. like, oh, let's let's do another at the gates thing. Well, that's not really us. What is us? everything we don't know yet let's just create what we are you know and it's like oh cool like that's the awesome thing about music is finding out who who you are what kind of music you want to play and back then you had less avenues to do so but 
you know, nowadays there's all the avenues and sky's the limit. Yeah. So it's like fucking dude, like that's the awesome thing about it. And it's like, yeah, so much cool stuff has come from, Oh, you got your peanut butter and my chocolate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got your chocolate, my peanut butter. And now here's some trout. Yeah. So it's like, (laughs) Oh, cool. You know, so that's, yeah. yeah, Let's combine stuff. Let's Mm -hmm. combine stuff. Let's combine stuff. And, and it's like, man, it just becomes this big fucking thing. Yeah. I guess on that tip, even before speed started singing, uh, how big of an influence was Frenning on the direction they took, right? Because, yeah, mm-hmm. Steel Bath Suicide up to that point, yeah, it's just another in flames at the gates, whatever. But then Frenning comes in with the uh, the classic rock influence, and they always cite that as, as like somewhat of a turning point because then they had this whole other dimension that those other bands didn't have. You and know now, they're, now they're really doing the classic rock stuff yeah. because David Anderson... Well, okay. Incredible yeah, fucking guitarist. Something so. we forgot to mention: David Anderson, who's in the band now, also is in Night yeah. Flight Orchestra with Bjorn. Mm. So they have that kind of joint love for both genres that they get to share with each other. But does it seem like? But now, it also brings back what they lost before. Yeah, yeah. You know, like and that makes sense because it's like, well, you know, we 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 lost this guy. We gotta have another guy i mean you don't fuck everybody's influenced by classic rock i mean the shit's right fuck everybody's listening that watch fucking guardians of the galaxy dude tell me like come on everybody knows you fucking kids are like 17 knows classic rock now like so it's like the boom with uh bohemian rhapsody but somebody that knows how to write stuff like that right you know yeah well that's that's kind of why they stumbled on sworn to a great divide is because with when they lost witcher wickers who was their premier songwriter Frenning took a lot of that slack and it just didn't turn out as well. Mm. But now with Sylvan and David, Sylvan has like the crazy thrash metal technical side and David is a insane songwriter. So they're like back to peak form. They have they have the crazy technical guy. Yeah, and, it's like they got it yeah. all back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why these past few albums have been fucking awesome. They're still kicking ass and taking names. That's admirable as hell, man. And then that's also why with the like panic broadcast was in fucking credible. But when Peters, or Peters, when Wickers left again, um, I really feel that Bjorn was just like, well, we can't do another fucking sworn to a great divide with. We got to find someone who could keep this train rolling and not stumble out of the gate again to yeah. fill Wicker's shoes. They already made that mistake, so it's right. like we're not making so it again. Not yeah. only do they get David Anderson, who was who was fill the first time I ever saw Soil Work, he was filling in for Peter. And so he's already familiar with the guys. He comes in, writes a whole bunch of killer songs, and rather than stumbling out the gate, they come out with the first fucking melodic death metal double album <laughs> in history. Yeah. They come out and it's fucking awesome, swinging dude. after Peter left again. Absolutely. Oh, dude, and Speed's like top form on yeah. that shit, man. Speaking of, I have an honorable mention. This what's a how can anyone stand to be around oh, you? Oh yes. What song is that? Best uh, of is it best of? That's an honorable mention for me. One Fuck new, man, new that song is yeah. fucking. It's off Living Infinite, dude. Yeah. Like it's uh, so okay. fucking sick, dude. Vesta. Yep. That was the album and that I fucking had. Yeah. That blues You got the weird little blues thing. Blues like, it just slide. sounds so strange. Like, you're like, wait a minute. Why does this work? But, like, that was the album that, like, so I was at a, a friend of mine's, and he just had, like, Soil Work Radio on or something. And, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing these songs, and I'm like, fuck, this sounds so familiar. And I'm, lo- I'm looking up the songs. I'm like, oh, they're off this Living Infinite album. And that was the last one that I had fucking downloaded, and, and I don't remember ever listening to it. But the songs sounded familiar to me. 
the ones that I heard. And I was like, okay, like I've clearly I've listened to it, you know, and then I just put it away. And then it's like, you hear it later, you know, and it's that same thing that my old singer used to say, like, if you're having trouble getting into an album, hey, pro tip for the listeners, if you're having trouble getting into an album, like maybe your favorite band puts out an album that you're not quite into, my old singer used to tell me to do this, put it in your car stereo and just, well, I mean, we don't do that anymore, but yeah, you put the CD and you put your tape in or whatever, and you just fucking listen to it, but you turn it down. Don't turn it off. Just always turn it down when you're not feeling it or whatever and just have it playing in the background for about 30 days. Then you don't listen to it for like three months or longer and then revisit it. And he said, chances are you'll like it now because everything sounds familiar, even though you've really never heard it because you weren't really listening to it. You weren't actively listening to it. And I think that's what happened because I have one of my favorite song, one of my one song on my list actually did change. It went up to number two. I swapped two and five because it just had to happen. Mm. I, I mean, the more I've listened to it, man, it's just like fuck, dude. The song's incredible. But I would say another honorable mention I had was see, I didn't write down the honorable mentions from before. Coming, it's, it's downpouring. Coming oh, wow. fucking diagonally. Yeah. Man. Wind. See, that's <sighs> Idaho rain right there. Crikey. Idaho rain is never straight down. <laughs> that's a that's a hashtag it's a, too. It's a bluegrass cover of Purple Rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's um one with the flies. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is a good. Off one. Uh, stabbing your grandpa. Uh huh. Oh, we never got to your um your affectionate name for sworn to a great divide. Oh, suck to a great dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we had to get that in real quick. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, Even though it's it, it's. It's not a bad album. It's just not the best soil work one. Yeah, it's just not because soil work's discography is so goddamn good. It's the least great soil work. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. a good album. Yeah. But it's it it's not like that top tier level like every single one of their others is. Yeah. No, I would agree to, to that completely. Uh, are we getting further into honorable mentions then? Panic broadcast is really good. It is underrated, I think, in the grand scheme of Actually, things. Actually, I think it's an underrated album of theirs, man. It's yes. really, really fucking good. It is good. super good. Well, so I, was, I was thinking, like, you break down the different stuff they've done in the past two decades, because I think, it's, does it sound right that Steel Bath Suicide is the only one they released in the 90s? Yeah. Yeah, so. No, uh, yeah. Yeah, because then you go Chain Heart Machine Which to. Which was 2000. Yeah, yeah. Chain Heart Machine to Sworn to a Great Divide. If you're counting, you know, depending on where you land, about 2010, right? Yeah. Because then from then on, you say Panic Broadcast to that Swedish one that we can't pronounce. Uh, yeah. What What is the actual name for that? I don't know. You can try to find that. Uh, that What's speech. the actual name for what? The, that, that the new album. Verklighten. Okay, there you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah. But, yeah, another honorable mention, dude, would be, uh, I think I'm going to have to make a choice here, and I'm going to go Two Lives Worth Reckoning. Okay. Is that, did I just say I, it right? I, 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 got, I got one from Panic Broadcast as well. Yeah, for Two Lives mentioned. Worth of Reckoning. Reckon, <sighs> reckoning. <laughs> reckoning. <laughs> uh, I got Akuma Afterglow. Akuma Afterglow yeah, is sick, too. too. That's yeah. on mine, yeah. That's that's my number one. It's just like... Going into that final chorus of the song when he like just full on belts it, it's so good. I feel that. Oh, dude. Okay, so what would be number six on my list too, dude? Honorable mention, and this will be my last one because I mean I could name off these songs forever. Right. The Bringer. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, fucking so love that, that for fucking sure. song, dude. Yeah. It's so fucking cool. That guitar solo is so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's the thing. So is, is is soil work the master of the key change within a song? 
Yes. Yeah, because like 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 they do it so seamlessly. You know what I mean? Like it's it's they flip it on a dime and then they bring yep. it back perfectly, dude. They they're fucking immaculate. I'm wondering if there's anybody we haven't sung enough praise yet. We talked about Dirk. We talked about Speed. We talked about fucking Witchers and Frenning. Uh, and, and, even Henry Ronta uh, and Carlson. Sylvan. Sylvan. Yeah, okay. Sylvan's sick. And dude, he's nice because dude. like all of his shit with Scarv is, that's actually how he got into the band because of Dirk. Him and Dirk played in Scarv together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to Guillaume Badu from Scarv so, uh, and Nemec. Nemec. Rest in peace. Actually, let's do a little bit of a history really quick. Speaking of Nemec, um, so Dave and I have known each other for going on 15 years. Yeah. Wow. And... Uh, I met him through a high school buddy of mine. Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy. And Jimmy and Dave were in a band together. Mm-hmm. Um, I started hanging out with Jimmy a lot more because we were like the two token metal guys in the school. And so he was like, well, fucking come, come hang out with my band one day. And so I did. Dave and I were kind of just shooting the shit, getting to know each other. And he was kind of gauging my music taste. And I was like, well, yeah, like the usual is like, Kill switch engage soil like work. Like little voice. <laughs> yeah. Kill switch engage soil work, and so Dave's like, "Okay, this guy knows. This guy knows what's up." But it was when I specifically said Nemec, Dave. Dave perked up, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" And that's a picture. That's yep. a selfie. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave perked up and just like, "What did you just say?" I'm like Nemec. He's like, "I love that band. Yeah. I love that band too." And then since then. Yep. We've two been two peas in a pod. We've been to over a hundred shows together. Mm-hmm. We have been in numerous musical stuff it, together. So shout out to Guillaume Badu from Nemec. I guess because, shout out to Jimmy for that matter too. Yeah. yeah. So mwah, Nemec masterpiece yeah. band. I have actually talked to Jimmy about coming on an episode sometime. We just gotta re- smuggle his ass in from Orange County. So where was I going with that? Oh yeah, uh, Sylvan. So Sylvan. yeah, Scarf. Oh, yeah. Of uh, crazy awesome French technical death metal melodic thing. If you haven't checked it out, do so. It's Dirk on drums, Sylvan on guitar. They have two vocalists. Uh, I don't remember the other guy because Guillaume's the important one. Right. No offense, other guy. It is crazy technical. It is awesome. It's super heavy. It's catchy. And so when Frenning left, they needed a guy because Peter came back to the band, but Frenning left, so they need another guy to because Soilworks 2 guitar band. Dirk's like, I know a dude who's not doing much, so bring in the old Frenchie. And mm. God damn it, he is amazing. And he's still with him. His, his shred-style solos on Panic Broadcast um, would be, yeah, uh, Two Lives Worth of Reckoning would be probably his shreddy, his, his shreddiest one. And then it leads into like the cool, like super epic, melodic Wicker solo right after that. But yeah, and then the, the stuff that uh he did on living infinite what is the name of the actual song he did the one instrumental he wrote the one instrumental on that album i know what you're talking about i just yeah. can't remember the and name it, of the song it leads either. right into living infinite part two because it yeah. ends with like that pulsing heartbeat thing but yeah that that song is rad and that's sylvan's baby fucking a. i like it you know i do want to shout out real quick olaf flank like like he yes. wasn't he wasn't like like the an, an amazing bass player or anything, but he got the job done and he was just like fun to watch on stage. He was so goofy, it was yeah. great. So much so that when they they got another guy, they found another guy that looked and acted like him. With fun. the right font, you look at his last name, it says Ola Funk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And he was a super nice dude. He he had some connections well, in our little inner circle. Yeah, yeah. 
There's just an awesome Definitely fucking shout out Scarve, dude. That was how I first heard of Dirk Verburen. We mentioned it in the Gojira episode, too. Mm-hmm. Scarve is... Underrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very... Yeah, not very many people have heard of him. Very yeah, glossed I mean, over. Did we get into <laughs> French metal on there or something? I can't remember. It's been long enough. Well, yeah. And just like how, like, you know, they don't have a lot. But you know what I didn't know until recently? Gojira's bigger everywhere in the world except France. France is like the one place that doesn't really give a shit about them. They're That's like, oh, crazy. they're from here. Fuck them. Yeah, I guess. I'm just like, wow, man. Oh, really? All right. And I mean, half of them live here now, so. I finally saw them. I finally saw I, Gojira. Uh, I hopefully I'll get a chance soon. They was, were fucking insane. That's what I hear. It was with Deftones. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, they're playing with Deftones yeah. again. I might try to do that, even though it's in L.A. I did that Dia de los Deftones thing, and it was oh, fucking nice. rad. Hell yeah. There was a bunch of shit, but yeah, Gojira yeah. and Deftones, god damn, it was I know, I saw that Deftones set list after, I was like, fuck. So, get another chance, hopefully, this year. So, you all happy on your honorable mentions? Yeah, yeah man, I could go on forever. Yes. Got, well, so that's the thing, dude, as I'm looking at my list, like, going, fuck, I gotta do some Sophie's like, Choice well, I can have, like, one. honorable mentions, literally two fucking full albums, Natural Born Chaos and fucking figure number five. Yeah, Easily. I'm, I'm with you on Natural Born <laughs> okay, Chaos, I, I got, sure, yeah. I got six or seven, so I'll just list them off really quick. Uh, I got Sick Heart River off Sworn okay. Great Divide. Yeah, same for uh, me. Specifically because of the memories I have with Dave of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Phantom, because that one's off of The Ride Majestic. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it has probably my top three favorite guitar solo from Soilwork in it. That's pretty much the only reason why it's in my honorable mentions is that fucking guitar solo. I think the one you mentioned that the guitar solo I liked was the one from Two Lives Worth yeah. the Reckoning, that real shreddy one. Yeah, that's yeah, Sylvan. That's Sylvan. Black Star Deceiver, because mm-hmm. Devin fucking Townsend. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, just kidding. I actually <laughs> like that song a lot. <laughs> uh, Akuma Afterglow, as stated earlier. Same. And Motherfucking Nerve. Nice. But, but then, from new album, I got two honorable mentions. The single, Stalfagal. Stalfagal and Witan, the weird video where they're kind of just like playing in a room. <laughs> uh, the only video I can remember is that weird animated one where they're that's on a that's the single that's Stalf. That's okay, Stalfagal. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fucking okay. yeah. Wit- Witan has a really cool. I just love the video the where they where like in flames is like watching them live. Oh, I wasn't gonna bring that up yet. Oh. I wasn't gonna bring that up yet. Right, I'll right, cut right. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Save that for later, Augustus. I, that's the only video of theirs I've seen. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring that up there. I'm trying to leave. Is it Nerve? Any... No, it's, it's a rejection roll. Yeah. And oh, then... wait, okay, so I've seen two of their videos. Yeah. I've seen the video for Nerve, and then I've seen the one with yeah. the Inflames. The one for Nerve is like and the, then guy, the be, couple having like that. they in an Inflames video, yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, it was Trigger. Okay, it was Trigger. Okay. We could bring that up on the Inflames episode, That too. shit was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the I mean for music videos like okay yeah and that's they, cool and they beat each other up in yeah, each other's yeah. videos yeah, and yeah. Yeah, the respective band is <laughs> yeah. the winner it's, it's so dumb that's how they promoted that tour from 2003 was and, the video and also the the cool way they shot it is uh the soil work video is all red tinge the tr- in flames video is all blue tinge oh, oh, i never noticed that nice. that's good yeah. i don't think i noticed that either i'm gonna have to look that up and in, in the shittiest video together? quality that's what i'm oh, saying dude, cool that that summer, that's what that was for it was, it was that was the one with them chimera and unearth and again they didn't come down here and i wasn't safe you know i didn't feel safe enough driving to la yet <laughs> so i just went to canes and i did the soil work 
first solo works first time in America and Chimera headlining. I feel like I need to bring that up now too. Is like that was yeah. the whole thing with the Swedish bands. Is like they just yeah, kind of cats out of the bag now. We're talking the, uh, about it. <laughs> yeah, with the with the. Uh, when the Swedish bands first came here, I didn't see In Flames early on, but I heard they just kind of stood there. Like, like you know, it wasn't – live stuff was a bit different there. And then as they, you know, accrued experience over time, they kind of got a little more frisky with it. I remember Anders finally started jumping around on stage and shit, and now they're both really good live. But to be there for some of those early performances, whew. Your honorable mentions now, My Dave. honorable mentions. Yeah, so you already mentioned Akuma Afterglow. We, you already mentioned Sick Heart River. I want to shout out the song Steel Bath Suicide because that's just fun. Uh, we talked about Shadow Child, and I'd say both versions because I do enjoy both to one degree or another. Natural Born Chaos. Deliverance is mine off the Panic Broadcast is awesome. Uh, Weapon of Vanity off Stabbing the Drama. And then I actually, the, the, my newest addition was the Ride Majestic song. That one's. That is one's Weapon cool. of Your Vanity the fucking. Dude. That's some swagger in the yeah, vocals yeah, right there, man. Dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like I hit the whole new level. There's like a little strut factor yeah. going on there. Absolutely, yeah. So I guess on that toke, you know, fucking shout out Stabbing the Drama as a whole. I fuck, That whole yeah. album is sick to front to back. That might be my second favorite, which is surprising considering. They're like a really fucking consistent band. Absolutely. Also, that album probably has, not just for soil work, but possibly ever, the best bonus track. Yo, I, I just gotta remember who produced stabbing the drama real quick because I gotta shout that guy out because that that is it's either Jen or uh, Jens Bogren or it's um, Daniel something. Oh, it is. It's both of them. It's Jen, Jens Bogren and Daniel Bergstrand. I didn't oh, know both. that. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, that's Swedish hit factory right there. All righty, and we're back. Thanks for joining us. And now it's time for the namesake of the show. The list. The list. The list. Yep. And on that note, you sir get to start it off. Okay, I have, as my number five, the title track to their second album, Chain Heart Machine. So this song is just so fucking rad on so many levels. It starts off with the weird industrial kind of random noises, and then everything goes quiet. And then Speed just fucking hits you with his at-the-gates style vocals, and just goes into your typical fucking Gothenburg style riff, and then motherfucking blast beats. Mother fucking blast beats and then it also has like the greatest shreddy solo that witcher wickers has ever done too so it is all around has this fucking really cool groove break right before the solo it is just a sick fucking song solid beginning you know what else is funny i just remembered uh, bleeding through says chain heart machines one of their biggest influences you could just say fucking bleeding through is chain heart machine with breakdowns that actually makes so much sense Mm -hmm. (laughs) that makes so much sense do you want to True. put that as a hashtag? <laughs> Calling you out, Brandon. <laughs> I mean, it works. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying, I'm not I was just trying to think of Blast City for soil work. I'm like, yeah, they don't. There was like this lull between that and Till whenever Dirk, they started again. I mean, Dirk has a couple spots, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's right. always just like these small spots. I can't even think of when it would have picked back up, but yeah. There's a Blind Eye Halo that's kind of blasty, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's probably their fastest song. And there's also one part they, they on don't do it. something in Roller's well, Portrait. What is the one off Living Infinite Tongue? Yeah, Tongue has it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's parts that Dirk does it, but not and then they, long they, parts. The newest album has some, and then Panic Broadcast. Wait, doesn't it start with blasting? 
Tongue yeah. Panic broadcast? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Panic broadcast. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Late yeah. for the kill. Yeah. It's like almost their unofficial way of announcing, we're back, bitches. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, you got a little timeline there, yeah. I will go next, actually. Fuck it, let's mix it up. So my number five is the first proper track off of Steel Bath Suicide after the awesome intro. Sadistic Lullaby. Really just fucking puts it out on Front Street and shows you what it's all about. It's just fucking to-the-point melodic death metal, the purest they ever got when it came to that style. So good, they redid it as a bonus track for uh, Panic Broadcast, which is now found on, is it Death Resonance? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. And they remastered, like, all those bonus tracks, so they actually sound different, too. But it was cool to hear a, a modern take on that, where he's not doing the high pitch scream anymore, and he's doing the, you know, that's the Bjorn vocal. That's that's his trademark fucking, you know, signature thing he does. And also hear Dirk on those drums doing that is fucking sick, too. So I recommend both <laughs> versions, because I know the one on Spotify is also remixed and remastered. Uh, they did that for both the first albums. But yeah, man, Sadistic Lullaby, my number five, Jason. Mine is the thrill. Yeah, it's got the really the weird fucking little guitar at the start. But man, the fucking chorus, dude. I don't know the words, but it's just so good. Like, he fucking... Slurs notes so fucking good, dude. It's stupid how good he is, man. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, I remember seeing something back in the day where he said, like, he... Was his wife Japanese? Yeah. Or he went to Japan or something? He said he was doing, like, a shitload of karaoke. Yeah. And, like, he just got really fucking good at singing. Well, he also took, uh, in between Predator's Portrait and Natural Born Chaos, he actually took vocal lessons, too. Mm. Have we talked about, uh, you ever seen that outtake when they were recording uh, Natural Born Chaos in the studio? And fucking, it was him singing, I'm pretty sure it was As We Speak, and then it's, uh, so you're in the control room with Devin Townsend when he had the skullet, and then you just see him, uh, you see Bjorn in the room tracking, I'm pretty sure it's As We Speak, and he, uh, and after that take, he just goes, good? And fucking Devin Townsend's all, good? Not, a, not good enough, but good. Because <laughs> <Or something like that. laughs> that's the whole story, too, is like he would push people to their limits when he was producing bands, even himself, you know what I mean? Like, it sucks that he doesn't produce other bands now, except apparently Misery Signals, and if that's the only one, I'm fine. But just hearing the stories about, you know, him recording with Lamb of God and all those other bands, like how he would just get them to as close to perfection yeah, as possible, you know what I mean? So And it really came to show on that album, so fuck it. Well, also the the vocals on Sworn to a Great Divide are absolutely insane. And watching <laughs> watching the videos for that, too, yeah, they're yeah, up at yeah. like four in the morning, Bjorn is fucking dazed and yeah, he's laying legit, down like, on a bed, yeah. singing into a mic that's hanging down in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> All those stories about, you know, getting all those different techniques and whatnot, man. Fuck it. Number four. Good uh, sir. Off of Living Infinite, I got Parasite Blues. Nice. Because this is Bjorn's vocals at its fucking peak. Like, as Jason said earlier, like, this song isn't really about the verse. This is pretty much straight fucking chorus driven. And holy fucking shit, it's probably the best chorus line on that whole double album. It is insane. Yeah, the super high shit? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, insane. That's what he got that whole yeah. other dimension and, eventually. And also the main the main melody line, rather than doing like third harmonies or fifths, no, motherfucker does fucking octave harmony. Fuck mm-hmm. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's fucking intense. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. 
You know, it's funny. You sent them. They have they have too many good songs. This is the hardest I'm gonna have between them and uh, In Flames and At the Gates because it's just like fuck, man. All these honorable yeah. mentions At the Gates. I'm like, do I have any honorable mentions? It's hard enough just getting five. And then In Flames is somewhere in between for me. So say At the Gates is pretty easy for me. Yeah. I mean, five five songs from them, pretty yeah. easy. In Flames will be hard for me. Like I like a lot of their yeah, songs. Yeah, I I tried just in preparation for like being possible guests on that episode. It's like I've tried to put up a list and. Man, it was it was harder than doing this or Alice in Chains. I'll tell you what, it's probably easier for me now than it would have been 15, 16, however long ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It might be pretty easy. We'll see. On to my... Oh, wait, did you have anything to add to that? Oh, yeah. The the ending ending of Parasite Blues where it kind of does the soft, clean guitar with like the that one little... And it just kind of fades off. So good. My number four, off of figure number five, the opening track with the funny ass video, Rejection Roll. There we go. When I, I remember when it came out, I was I was just about to graduate high school. Me and my friends were all stoked. I mean, like the the you know coming out of new metal and how big that got to this, what was happening so rapidly before we could even figure out what happened, dude. Like Soil Work and In Flames and Kill Switch and all those bands exploded so fucking hard. And it just happened to me in my senior year where kids that didn't even like metal were coming around to it. You know, it was fucking huge. And this was part of it. Like, it was so gnarly how big that got. And um, obviously with the killer melodies. Is this the Gutter Snipe song? No, that's uh, Distortion Sleep. Oh, that's, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. we're going we're gonna to get to that. But just like it had the killer choruses. It had the you know the 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 bloopy blops with the uh, the keyboards that are so <laughs> bloopy prominent. Bloopy blops, yeah. but that's like it is. Dude. It's like when it really, really, really came into prominence. That's my new indie band name. I dig. <laughs> gonna kill it in fucking North Park. <laughs> but like, like, and just oh man, that bridge, you know, with the it's it's like not, the solo is not super complicated, but it's like it's got Hold its on. heart to it, you know. Dude, the little yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Is that the bleep loops? Yeah, and in the in the chorus too, like like he's all over the, the place. The bleep loops playing in a coffee shop in North Park with paint yeah. bacteria. Yeah, there you go. everybody's standing on milk crates. And like on top of how awesome a song that is, fucking the video is just fun, dude. And yeah. we didn't even know there was gonna be an in flames. I was like, ah, yeah. they're fighting in flames. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And just like, uh, that's just good fun, man. Jason. Your number four. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Alex, you gotta go because fucking... Wait, how do we do it? No, no it's I, Alex I, I, you than me. I, okay. did, I did Parasite Blues as my number four. You did Rejection Roll, now his number four. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Jason, it is your number four. I was testing you and you. They, they, they have all the bonus tracks on the... <laughs> Death Recommend. Yeah, there's all three of them. Huh. I, didn't, I didn't know about that one. Wow, yeah, see? Wasn't it... Didn't it used to be white and black on, on Spotify? The one... No, it was white and red. The one that oh, that's I... That's what I meant, yeah, the, the but yeah, it used to be that. physical yeah. copy that I have, it's uh, it's not like your normal jewel case. It's the it's white the... and red sleeve because it has it has uh, uh, the special bonus track that may or may not be on someone's list. Um. <laughs> yeah, the one I have is black and red or uh, red and black. Oh, huh. weird. I'm waiting uh, for something. I don't even know the words. Yeah, I don't either. But I'm pretty but sure everybody knows what we're talking about now because yeah, it's yeah. the title track from Stabbing the Drama. If you couldn't tell from yeah. the cover artwork discussion mm-hmm. of the white and red and now on Spotify, it's a black ba- black, uh, black background with the red back logo rack. and, I guess, art. Yeah. Sick fucking song. Mm-hmm. 
I, I remember listening to this the first time. Dumbest first. shit video, though. I actually like for, for what it, it's literally, it's just Bjorn, and I'm pretty sure it's In front a, of a bonfire. That's is it. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a junkyard. I haven't seen it in Yeah, it's like years. a junkyard, and that's all it is. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... If speaking of Parkway earlier, that that whole thing will come up earlier where it's just a video of Winston and absolutely nothing else, just his face. Like like I kinda like it when bands do that just to fuck with people. And it's like he's, he's not holding a mic or anything, it's just him doing this, you know, with yeah. his arms up. Yeah. It's, it's so dumb. Yeah. It's so you stupid. You don't need to watch it. We just told you what it is, and yeah. that's enough, yeah. Yeah, I've never wanted to see it. <laughs> Definitely don't now. He yeah. definitely sold me not to see it. Yeah, it's no, the fucking Coruscant's cool. Like I, the way because it, it's track one on the album, so yeah. it's like I mean the little intro, not intro. Uh, really fucking cool. I always prefer it when you have an intro on a track one rather than have an intro track. Yeah, definitely cooler to just have it hooked on the fucking song. Not much to say other than that. It's one of their bigger songs, so I mean, you know, I don't probably don't need to describe it very much, but. If you know a soil work, this is probably the song you know. Safe probably. I mean. That or Nerve. That or Nerve. This, yeah. Or yeah, Distortion Sleep. Those are the uh, yeah. top three. <laughs> Numbers are to be weird. weird. I know. But know. yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> it is so weird, <laughs> yeah. man. So what weird. do we say? Distortion Oh, it's the fist pumper, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. the fist it's pumper. It's the bouncer. Yeah, yeah. It's the bouncy one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. But yeah, Stabbing the Drama. I don't know what it's about. Stabbing Drama, presumably. Yeah. I mean. What is the artwork? It's a fucking hand with a knife. What's in the background? Of it's like flame. a full flame. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, it can't be a heart, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You know what I mean? Like, like every band had that shit. Like, like, all, for all the people that love the drama, I'm going to stab the yeah, drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Chickity, check yourself before you wreck yourself. That was the whole thing. Remember, like, like, around that time, there was the whole aesthetic of skulls with wings or skulls on a heart or whatever. There was a lot of skulls, hearts, and wings going around. Well, this one was super minimal, and it's almost that fucking style we've talked about. We talked about in Sepultura, that fucking... The propaganda. Uh, the propaganda yeah, style. Yeah. It's really stark. Mm-hmm. Um, you can spray high paint contrasting. It. Yeah, you, yeah, you can make a stencil out of it. Yeah, and uh, that's one thing I really loved about it. Ooh, we we didn't we didn't go into it, but what is uh, uh, favorite cover art? Mm, that's good, dude. It might it might be stabbing the drama. Natural born chaos again. Natural born chaos. My is favorite good. is Travis Smith. Uh, I, oh, he's thinking about. I it. like Panic Broadcast a lot. Panic Broadcast is cool. It's too. colorful. Yeah, it's very colorful. Yeah. I have a thing for that, and I also it's the closest to a death metal album cover, just because <laughs> it's so colorful and there's a lot going on. But dude, honestly, I'm gonna take Living Infinite. Living Infinite, yeah. too. I, I just... really love that fucking design. Pretty intricate. I don't know what style you call that. Like it's, it almost looks navel. Yes, no, that's perfect. Not that's, like that's a belly button. Thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or an orange. Yeah, but navel like. I mean, it's Navy. got the blue, but it's also like <laughs> yeah. the the symbols also. Yeah, the symbols, and it's got the little ribbon, and it, like it just looks really fucking cool, man. Yeah. It really catches your eye. Now you got me thinking about all the other ones. I just realized I changed my fucking answer. Steel Bat Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Both versions of Steel Bat Suicide. What? Yeah, because the, the first so one. Lame looking. I, the first one, yeah, it's it's like it is like Baby's first death metal album artwork. Where, and it's got that old logo. You just have a fucking boner for that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, so it's got the old logo, and then it's got this really shitty drawn um, metal dude. I don't know. Doing a steel bath so suicide. Lame. I don't know. Don't look at it, people. And then the second version is like don't this look new at it, updated version where it's all creepy, and like it looks like a Terminator, and it's clearly done on a computer, but I, it actually looks way better. And it's got the modern logo. To coincide with the remixing and remastering of the album. Fucking. Okay, so the, I'm looking at the new one. It's not as bad. But damn. It's definitely of the time. 
I mean, if you compare it to the other one, which again I like because it's so, you know, you know. I even like I the new. Say. I even like the new Predator's Portrait one versus the first one. Yeah, first one that, like that's the first thing. one's yeah. kind of weird. First one gives yeah. me a panic attack. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, yeah, I, yeah the, 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 the redone one makes way more sense. Yeah, the redone obviously. one looks really fucking cool. Yeah. What is it? It's like a knife with brass knuckles on it or something like that. Is that it's what one it of is? the things? It's like, it's oh, like, yeah, there's brass knuckles yeah. with the knife. You yeah. know what I just realized it reminds me a lot of, and this might have been intentional, was the cover a portrait for. Portrait of a Predator? Uh, uh, there you go. Well, I was going to say uh, the artwork for Slaughter of the Soul, if you like really stop well, it's and look it's like at it. because it's like a little orangish. Yeah. And it's got that like. I don't want to say it's wood because I mean slaughter of the souls wood, but that's it's not really with portrait uh, predators portrait. It's it's earthy. It's got a little yeah, it's got a little brown and tan yeah. and orangish. Yeah, so there's similes to be drawn there. Oh man, I just thought of a stupid ass idea. Oh, uh, I'd love let's someone, hear it. Hear it someone needs to Photoshop this. Someone needs to do this. So new album artwork for a predators portrait. You take take a thing of like Bob Ross like painting his little painting. But Photoshop Chris Hansen into Bob Ross's place. <laughs> yeah, okay, see, yeah, yeah. I like that. That's good. That's good. I immediately nice. thought, did you ever watch Mr. Show back in the day on HBO with oh, David Cross God. and Bob Odenkirk? I, n- a little bit. Okay, so there yeah. was this uh, there was this fake commercial for Nambla where it's like <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, We're the friendly pedophiles or whatever. Cause then before that it's Brian Posehn in a shitty white panel van just looking all Meh. Okay, <laughs> like, I got one. I want the actual predator from the movie oh, yeah. sitting on a wall somewhere. Oh, and it's all... And know. Chris Hansen's yeah. drawing it. No, just, <laughs> just, so, just Instagram style. He's like looking off into the distance, you know, and it's got the portrait mode, so all the background's all blurred out. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the predator sitting on a wall, like looking off into the distance, he just dude. Got done it has some hike. fucking sweet caption underneath yeah. it, like fucking Namaste. Ecclesiastes or whatever the yeah, fuck, yeah. Thir- 24 colon one, <laughs> with some weird scripture. Yeah, dude. Or it just says hustle hard every day. Yeah. No days off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time to grind. Yeah, Hashtag yeah. boss bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hashtag release the Snyder cut for some reason. <laughs> Hashtag anytime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus, where are we? <laughs> Talking about Predator. <laughs> All right. Where I think we're on number three. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So for this song, it's not my particular favorite. It's not even my favorite on the album. I put it this high on my list because it sets the tone for what explodes Soilwork's musical experiment career, essentially. it It is the perfect gateway to bridge from going in going from like the at the gates kind of parody sound into the more melodic verse chorus kind of structure and it is bastard chain Mm, yeah so nice bastard chain is i believe it's the only track on the album that doesn't feature clean vocals Mm -hmm. and that's why it is the perfect gateway because it's still super fast paced, but it has like this really cool sweeping line in the yeah. actual main verse. Yeah, so it, it it has like the the melodic harmony progression that they're moving their career toward, but it still has a little bit more of that faint at the gate style vocals, and it just kind of weans you into the rest of the album and the rest of their career mm-hmm. for how they're going to be. So I picked this song because it establishes the main 
real change in their sound. Yeah. So. Well put. If I'm not mistaken, it's still the the only one they play nowadays off of that album, too. It is, and it's been in their track list for, I don't know, like 20 fucking years. (laughs) I guess so, yeah. Wowzers. Yeah. They need to come back. I know there's like, you know, is what it is, but they need to come back, man. But yeah, it's not not even my favorite on the album, but it, yeah, yeah. it just sets it 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 sets a precedent. Yes. And that's why it is important and that is why it's on my list. Well phrased. This next one is my favorite off that album. The first one I ever heard. The analyst. And like, quite frankly, dude. You can't spell it without anal. Yeah, that is true. Or Y S T. In that regard, it should be my favorite. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> Noted. The analyst. The analyst. Yo, that's, that's what we should have called the fucking show. That's a spot. <laughs> Welcome to the analyst. Yeah, yeah. That's for another time. But like, like, bar none, like the fact that, you know, that's the first song I'm hearing. And then like, really, none of them sound like that. It's something about that. And it's not like it's a super technical or fucking string skipper song. Yeah. Yeah. But it's that interplay between the guitars, let alone the guitars are doing two different things that work really well together. Then the element of the uh, the keys in the background, dude. Like, fucking hell. And then the the clean vocals in the chorus. I think. And again, I think he's obviously done better clean vocals and better screaming. But like the impact that had on me as a kid, you know what I mean? Like, yep. I was fucking mind blowing. And like the little the the keys and the breakdown thing they have, like, and the solos are awesome too. The whole thing front to back is fucking crucial. Yeah. I think it's in the perfect spot in the album, number five. And like, I just realized I can't remember that bonus track on the uh, special edition. Again, that's why I think even though I like the bonus track, I think it works better as a ten song album like they originally had it. But dude, Analyst is underrated as hell. I don't even know if they've ever played it. Or if they have, it right. certainly hasn't been here. I'd call that call that a bucket list item. You know, I'm gonna pr- dying kid fucking request. Right. Analyst. It's underrated. People search it out if you haven't heard it already. Please do. Jason. Overload. Ah. So there's a number. There's a second song in there. Mm-hmm. But dude, like the fucking. Okay, so I've been trying to look it up. If you couldn't tell, but I found it at one point when we recorded this the first time. I actually had it, and I fucking can't find it now. The lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's the fucking trusting the ways of my vulnerable heart. Like, pain, oh, this pain. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yep. Okay. It's a lot lamer than I thought, but <laughs> I just fucking love the fucking, the melody of that part where he's doing the other part on, over top of it. So, yeah. yeah, that was, this is my first ever favorite Soilwork song. Nice. Like, it was the first one where I thought, okay. This is my favorite song of theirs. And for a long time, it was my number one because, fuck, man. So fucking good. Heavy on the, like, well, I guess it's not heavy on the keyboards for them. But there's a lot of keyboard it's in this song. Definitely. Pre- I was going <laughs> to say, it starts <laughs> off. Probably not Probably not the most. Yeah. Yeah, it probably not the most on the album. But nah, yeah. definitely, like, more than a lot of their stuff. So Yeah, well, you got the one, the little. Bleep, 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 you got the, the bleep bloops at the yeah. start. <laughs> and then the, then the, the other <laughs> part is very, like, organy or Yeah, it's like almost, yeah, holding it. Fucking, I mean, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And again, like, I think having Rejection Roll started off this one going right into figure number five, which is, I mean, I, I, I would say at the time of this style, is one of the heavier songs or one of the more aggressive songs, you know? Yeah. Like, I think, like you were saying with Analyst Perfect Placement, I think this was like perfect placement for this one just because it was like, 
oh, we got what well, we got to fucking throw in one of the catchy ones real quick mm-hmm. just to let you know what kind of fucking album this is. Yeah, yeah. Between that rejection roll and um, figure number five of the song after that, right? So like, Yeah, because like, yeah. figure number five is, you know, definitely just a more aggro tune. You know, like, okay. The monster not, energy we haven't, tune. We, yeah. <laughs> the Straight Kyle up. jam. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, what we're going to start calling bangers now, yeah. Kyle jams. I was going to say, we got to have the, the top five Kyle jams. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know anybody named Kyle? I know quite a few Kyles, okay, actually. I'm going to have a good time with the imagery for that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Fucking hell, man. All right, man, we're at number two. All right, number two is the second Soilwork song I ever heard. It was, to bring the conversation back around, a single from a album that was recently released at the time. And it has a very weird CGI video, but it, it's cute for what it is. And this album, this this song is called "Light the Torch." Mm-hmm. Just like the band that Peter Witchers isn't in with Howard for some reason. Right. Yeah. So dumb. Mm-hmm. You have a and band he, with the dude. Yeah. And Francesco and Peter would be such a fucking great, like... Oh, like a composing duo y- or yeah. whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they would work so fucking well together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Light the Torch. Yeah. A lot of our songs are Predator's Portrait and... and uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a sweet spot for yeah. it, to be sure, yes, and yes. Figure number five, Predator's Portrait. Yeah. Uh, even the... <laughs> there's okay. a span of three years. Um, but yeah, so this song is just fucking rock my world. That's... All I'm going to say is, if you haven't heard it, listen to it. If you like it, watch the video. It's just a little weird, but this song was fucking revolutionary for me. But, like, there's nothing significantly special about it at all. It just, say, would, would you say yeah. this is one of their more popular songs? Because I would probably really. say no. no. <laughs> I think at the time it was, At, at right? the time, yeah. yeah. At the oh, time, really? it was yeah. like their main single for the for the oh, album. Oh, I did not know that. But okay. Did they ever show that video on TV? I don't know. I definitely only saw it on shitty fucking real player or QuickTime or yeah. I don't. What was the other one? It it might no. I think uh, it might have been on Fuse. Okay, I could buy that. Yeah, it might have been on Fuse, but Mm -hmm. I don't think MTV picked it up or. But yeah, the this song just hit me at the right time in my life, and it's helped be a fucking gateway song to all sorts of heavy music. It's a catchy ass song. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's funny too is um, what's the one before that. Because they're like almost identical, they like sound really similar to you. The only difference is like the choruses to me. You know what I'm talking about? The song before that is right after figure well, number five. The song, but yeah, right after one? figure number five, right Hold before up. light the torch. Okay, I can see that a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that on the album. There right? is, but that, those two right next together. Those two right next together. Yeah. Well, I think it's like kind of like okay, this is what this album is. Mm-hmm. This is like the meat pudding of the album. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's from another episode, but uh, yeah, this is the meat pudding of the album. <laughs> so you have like your basically like this is the standard of the album. The bleep bleeps have... playing with meat pudding later yeah, tonight. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but no, what I was gonna say is uh figure number five, all the songs are very similar to each other. Like mm-hmm. they found that they wanted to Peter wanted to write that specific fucking groove album, mm-hmm. and he did. So a lot of the songs are very similar to each other. Almost like like it's a cohesive album. Weird. That's just funny hearing you talk about that album now. I I just had to listen to fucking Overload outside 
Because you have, like, okay, we're talking about soil work today, and immediately, like, fucking 20 different fucking melody lines jump in my head. They're all fucking running together. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And a lot of it's figure number five because they do, they they are very specific. It is very fucking cohesive, Mm -hmm. and they don't deviate from it a whole hell of a lot because it's like, we are doing this thing for this album. And, yeah, you can kind of... They can kind of like, I mean, it's the watercolor album because it was just all run together. Well phrased. I dig it. On to that point, my number two is something that's been alluded to for a while. The bonus track off of Stabbing the Drama, Wherever Thorns May Grow. Yes. You want to talk about bleepity bloops, man. (laughs) Great way to start it off. It it gives it gives off a certain vibe. And like like there's hints of it throughout the rest of the album. That that's the thing to me because I've only ever grown up with that version of the album. It feels incomplete to me whenever it's not on there. You know Same. what I mean? Yeah, and it's just got this sense of atmosphere that none of the other songs on the album do completely. You know what I mean? It's almost it almost reminds me of like it reminds me of something off Natural Born Chaos. I could see that. That's too. what it reminds me of. Yeah, but I, I I it's almost like a it gives me a vibe of a different genre like outside of metal almost because it's so i don't know there's the the presence of those keyboards but even the vibe off the guitars too you know i don't know how to explain it properly but like like it's it's it's, it's like smooth you know yeah. what i mean it's oh, it's yeah. very it's very i don't know if sultry is the right word but even like the chorus it, it feels you know best way I mean? to describe it feels like <laughs> it feels like a uh, bjorn sultry strid yeah but like even the way he's singing that chorus think about yeah, that like it's, it's fucking smooth dude oh yeah it man. feels Sultry it feels smooth. like a, a like a, a movie composition soundtrack yeah. it's the okay i'm driving i'm i don't know what i'm pissed about right. but i'm or like like i'm anticipating something as i'm driving into the twilight you know what i mean or, so one thing i loved when i was fucking downloading music was like when i find out there was a fucking bonus track of something mm-hmm I remember being so excited when I finally fucking got this and this fucking song. And a lot of times it's like you get the song and it's it's just another song for the album. Right. This one was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this shit is yeah, good. There, there are two albums when the best song that I could just off the top of my head remember where the best song is the fucking bonus track that you don't even get on the main album. Okay, number one? Number one, Wherever Thorns May Grow. Two? Number two is Let the Bridges Burn on As yeah, Daylight Dies. Yeah, dude. Yes. Because nice. I already fucking loved that album, and then when I was like, there's more? And then, <laughs> it's great? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I just it's the best the song of the album, and it's not even on the fucking album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The not fuck, Adam? <laughs> this fire, or what is it? The This Fire Burns or whatever? Yeah. Which they still play Dude, live. This Fire Burns yeah. is fucking amazing. Okay, I gotta look, the, I gotta look one up because I got one of those. Mm-hmm. So you guys can keep talking real quick. Ready, yeah. Oh, also Martyr on Sworn of Great Divide. I don't know about that one. That was a fucking banger of a song. Is that on the ones we would have had back in the day? I had, I had the bonus... With the DVD? Yeah. So I must yeah. have. I just yeah. So wait, we're talking it. specifically the bonus track is better than anything on the album? Yes. Okay. Fall of the Hypocrites by Whitechapel on Our Endless War. I guess I have to hear that one. I don't yeah. know. You've not heard it? Have. Yeah. I don't know. Pause break. And then they break it down at the end where it's like, right. you know, dun, 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 dun. but like, dude, he does, they don't do anything like that on that yeah. album. I guess I don't I gotta... even know if his vocals get like that on the rest of the album. Yeah. And it's there's two bro there's two bonus tracks and that's one of them and I was just like what the no fuck shit. dude yeah I mean they're just on Spotify I've never heard it another way I was gonna say I don't know that's what one of those ones where I was like dude why have it called why call it a bonus track mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like, if you're just going to have it on the fucking streaming album, like, just fucking have, just put it in. Like, yeah, I think that made more sense in the physical days because that would have been yeah. around well, that for sure, yeah. time, right? I mean, because you got to get yeah. someone to buy the album again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? right? Where is your fucking bonus income now, fucking... Well, <laughs> a lot of the time, a lot of the time, the bonus tracks were for the Japanese releases because yep. the album, the album sales in Japan were like exponentially higher price than yeah. they were on the U.S. So and then they also... Bands would throw them a bone. Right after that, they became iTunes-only tracks right. and yeah, iTunes bonus yeah. tracks. I mean, yeah. they really had a racket going, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't even get down to it, man, fuckers. Most deaf. Interesting. Where are we at now? You're number two? Let's see. Yep. Let's see if I can do this real quick. Oh, okay. One thing I do want to add about Wherever Thorns May Grow, one thing that, especially if you're talking about the, the version I have where it's the red with the black art and lettering, something about that, that tone of that song matches that artwork to me in a very, in a cool way. True. Yeah. Which, again, definitely. maybe that would be different with the uh, white and red version, but <laughs> that's why it's on the red and black one. So. <laughs> All right. Don't let the light you see restrain you. Don't put your trust in the dark outside. There will be more than you ever could die for. And I'm not going to scream. This momentary bliss is a lie. Fucking awesome chorus, dude. Awesome lyrics. That was one thing, too, man. I start checking out Speed's lyrics more Yeah. for these episodes. He writes really cool shit, dude. Like yeah, I yeah. like the stuff he writes. I'm yeah. not really the lyric guy, but... He writes really fucking cool stuff, man. A lot of it's surprisingly uplifting. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of it, because he used to be a high school counselor, so a lot of his material came from the issues that his his underlings would come to him about. Right. Like uh, the de- departure plan. Yeah. That's literally about one of his kids that he was helping. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think, you know, and I guess I should have brought this up earlier, but like thinking about... I guess not just the lyrics, but like the aesthetic overall of those Swedish bands. And I'm not just talking the melodic death metal ones. I'm talking like even Mashuga, really on their own path lyrically and visually. Like like if you think about at the gates up to a point, because like back in the day at the gates really didn't know what the fuck they were doing, right? But once they hit that point, they have this very cold but distinct look. And Thomas's lyrics, you know, he's ba- it's based on a lot of philosophers and ideas carried out by them. And then, yeah, with with Bjorn, it's experience from real life conveyed in a very interesting way. And, like, you know, we are talking about their album artwork, even the way they dress and stuff. They carry themselves a, a very specific way. Fucking in flames, dude. Jester race, like, all that shit that's, that's been pervasive ever since then. Uh, even their changing of their old logo, which I do like, to their more kind of across-the-board... I hate saying generic, but, you know, that logo they had during... Clayman and Reroute to Remain and all that. All those Swedish bands have a very atypical look from what came before. Still metal, but in its own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of cool. I, I admire the shit out of that. Now, it's kind of all across the board and people have kind of changed and adapted their style. Oh, Dark Tranquility too, dude. Like their mm-hmm. their current artwork and logo, I really like. So haven't they had like three different logos? They did. I, I, and, I and I say current, I'm thinking like five or six years ago. It could have changed again by now, but like you know, that whole wave of bands, it's like not typical of what was coming out at the time. And I do appreciate that. And the lyrics, too. It wasn't, it's, well, it's atypical. Well, it's completely of that different too. culture, too, man. I mean, it's. Yeah. 
I think obviously going from, I mean, going back, I mean, you got glam era where it's party, party, party. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, everybody, you know, and then we have the hangover of grunge, yeah, you know, but then it gets into now, now we're all pissed, Mm -hmm. you know? So we hit fucking new metal type lyrics, you know, like everything's, everybody's mad. Everybody's going, fuck you, dad. Well, you and then, and then fucking, you know, you have metalcore like a lot of that stuff was more like fucking heart scorned type yeah. thing and i mean let's just more relatable well that's that's the thing. what it was it was them at, that and emo was very interlocked yeah, it in that all time. became more rela- more relatable yeah you know because you know not a lot of people you know, especially growing up at that time could relate to fucking party 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 like yeah, and, yeah. and it was like oh you know I, I get all the bitches you know and it's like well i don't get all the bitches yeah like, why would I want to listen to fucking Motley Crue? Well, I mean, I listen to it, but I mean, I can't relate to the lyrics. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, all these bands. Because, I mean, I've noticed like In Flames has a lot of lyrics like that, where it's not quite as overt as, mm-hmm. as Kill Switch Engage or fucking even All That Remains, where it was like blatant, like, okay, man, this, you know, my heart's been broken. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm I'm upset that it ended at some point. Yeah, in, you know, well, yeah like in Take This Life, I cut my throat to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you think that has something to do with the fact that it is a second language for them, so they may convey it a little differently? Probably. I mean, and but that's the thing. Like, I think people wanted more of that. So it's like, well, that's what they do, too. Like, mm-hmm. it, we just have this different fucking sound on it. Yeah. Because I, you, you also think, too, like Kill Switch Engage, different. The, you know, all of a sudden the broken font became the thing. That yeah. wasn't that wasn't the big thing before. Yeah, you know and that became that was a whole different look, and you started having bands like the Inflames logo, the the one with the bars across the top and the bottom. Like I always called that like their fucking clothing line logo because like it's something you could wear. Like you that's could wear, what I'm thinking. Yes, yeah, you yeah. can wear that shit, and you can read it. You can wear it on a fucking shirt, and it's not going to be so blatantly. I listen to heavy metal. Get yes. out of my way. Absolutely. So Killswitch Engage was kind of like that too. Their logo. You know, like logos, it's all the very remains, t-shirt friendly. Yeah, all the remains got super pretty. Parkway Drives logo comes to mind. Yeah. You know, like that sort of thing. You had a lot more clothing line style logos. I love you know, even Unearth's logo looked like yeah. that. Can we can we take a moment to to stop and appreciate the simplicity of Soilworks logo too? Yeah, I've never yeah, liked sure. it. What? Really? I've never liked it, but I've never cared either way. Huh. I can see that being a thing. How about well, if, about if I were to? Ever... It's almost like italicized Comic Sans, kind of. No, I mean like the actual logo, like the oh, oh the soil worker, yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. soil worker, and then the, they change it sometimes. The right? icon, rather, yeah. Icon, sorry, yeah. the symbol, like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, like that is fucking awesome, dude. Like if yeah, they the just soil works font, yeah, whatever. Yeah, if they just did, if they just didn't even put the name on anything yeah. and they just had that fucking symbol on there, that would yeah. be fucking awesome, yeah. dude. If I, I were to ever get a tattoo, it would be that. I just realized, is Lamb of God just papyrus? It's the fo- it's the old font papyrus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, like. Well, I mean, that's what a lot of people like, again. There's hyper readable, like, and it looks. Yeah. I, I I don't want to say classy, but that's kind of what it was. It's classier yeah. than like my favorite death metal logos. You know, it's. I mean, those are blatant. Like, I listen to I listen to a music that you don't and. It's, it, yeah. it's turning you off. Like a lot of people see that and they yeah. get they get turned off. Where like mm-hmm. this stuff, it's like, yeah, you could have just that logo, and if you put the right picture with it, people think you're wearing some Abercrombie and Fitch shit. Oh, dude, I yeah. used to wear my Lamb of God shirt all the time, and people thought it was a fucking. I mean, obviously with the name, they thought it was like a religious thing. Oh yeah, we'll get yeah. there. Yeah, that's the thing, dude. Like, I mean, I think culturally, it is a little bit different. So the delivery is different, mm-hmm. you know, and then like the wording is slightly different. But dude, like. It's kind of weird. 
some of the stuff is it's the same stuff as everybody else is talking about. Yep. And I think that's why. I mean, if they were, if you have some bands like I don't know, you know, one of the Dungeons and Dragons band or something. You know, like not a lot of people relate to that, but they, but then you have the people listen to that for a specific thing. Like I want to mm-hmm. escape. These guys are more grounded in mm-hmm. uh, in reality, and it's super relatable. You just might have to like actually look at the lyrics to fucking understand mm-hmm. it because, yeah. well, I mean, yeah, don't let the light re- light you see restrain you. True. I mean, I I think for me it's like one because that's the other thing accents, you know. So yeah. they do enunciate a little bit differently. But singers <laughs> singing in general, I've had a hard time with tons of singers. Mm-hmm. Well, look at look at the, one of Dave's songs, Rejection Roll. I penetrate the gates of reaction. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's not where I thought you were going. I thought you were talking about some of like the really questionable pronunciations on Anders' part. No, because that's the thing. If you talk to Speed, he like like almost doesn't sound. You know, you can almost not detect his accent. Where like, Anders is fucking right. Not quite that. Yeah, so, He's I mean, gotten better, but that's a big thing. Like in, in singing in general. I mean, Jonathan Davis. He's from fucking Bakersfield, dude. You can't understand what the fuck that dude's that saying. Like it's just because. <laughs> oh, not even that shit. I'm just saying, like fucking yo, just the fucking I instead of A's at the end of the yes, lines, yeah, like stuff yeah. like that. There's certain things singers do. Call the night. You know, and it makes. <laughs> It makes uh, it makes it hard to understand what some people are saying. Obviously, mm-hmm. soil work, and I mean, so I you know, and I get into the melody. I, usually, I get into the music so much I can't even pay attention to lyrics. Mm-hmm. I'm like just so lost in the music. This shit, I'm not even kidding you. I'm so lost in the melody. I can't even. I, I'm just making up my own words, you know, or I'm humming along to it. Like that's Man. the big thing. It's like singing along to it without saying any words, you know. Like I, I do that with this band more than probably any other band. Interesting. I could see that. No, for sure. Yeah, I've just never thought about it to that degree. That's that's interesting. And to to piggyback off of this momentary bliss, you you said keep bringing it up that this band is a major chorus song or major chorus band. But for this specific song, for me, it's all about the verse because Sylvan wrote the verses for this song, and it has like the crazy like tapping. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. It's got some sick harmonies in it yeah. too. Like. It's so it's like, fucking awesome. Song the verse all the way of this around. song is fucking amazing. And this is the one that changed. This is the one that jumped up from five to two. And it was just because like I've listened to it more and more. And I'm just like, God damn it. Like it's so good. So, it kind of tripped me out because it's a newer one. I definitely have more tie to the older stuff. Like obviously, like you guys have a lot of the older stuff in there. And it's like, well, yeah, man, like it impacted you in some sort of a way. You know, so obviously that's going to be like you're fucking dominating your list or whatever. I don't really have a whole lot of, I mean, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but I haven't mentioned any like story that I have about listening to Soil Work when I was stoned or, <laughs> you know, something that I did when I was crazy. Like, it's because I don't, like I don't have, it's essentially in the soundtrack of my life, Soil Work probably wouldn't be there. You know, they're not that kind of a band for me. So it's like, well, yeah. So then it's like, well, I'm just listening to fucking songs, and I'm like, God damn it. Like, I'm almost picking this song because I also think it's one of their best songs. Absolutely. You know, which I usually don't do with the list. <laughs> we usually don't go off of best. We yeah. go off of favorite because there is no best. But I think this is one of their best songs also, and I it, it just kind of hit me. I was like, wow, I mean, it is one of the newer songs, and actually, what is it, five years old? Yeah. Living Infinite was 2014. 2015. 14. 14. Which that's when I'm like, oh, wait, it's 13. 13. Thir- 13 sounds maybe. right. Let's see. Good. Okay, time. so maybe. <laughs> Yeah, that's how time works. Guess it's not that new. 13, yeah. 
Okay, fine. For me, it's the new shit. All right. <laughs> well, no, it's newer. Hey, yeah. It's it's pos- it's 2010s. Yeah. It's in the it's it's true. lumped in the new soy or category. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's the, the last album. It's with the dirt. second decade. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Or no, okay, it wasn't. But it's one of the last. Yeah, let me. Uh, uh, Ride majestic was the last yeah. one. It was like dirt. right after. Oh, that, is right? it? I, well, I was, yeah, I was wondering when he left. Technically, death resonance. Technically, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah I, I don't know. Like, I, I, it's one. It, this is also one that I heard on um, Dustin Blanchard's radio on his Bluetooth speaker, and it just sounded so familiar to me. But that's the other thing when he's singing that fucking chorus too, man. The fuck again? Like we talked, I said it before with the other one, the swagger in his fucking voice, man. It, it almost has like this strutty cocky kind of like fucking it almost reminds me of david bowie i could see that where he, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. have that i like i like I'm his ultimately singing. fucking confident in what i'm doing i like his singing on the verse too it's the and end up somewhere yeah. else so rad so rad even the fucking solo in it's good yeah? and i don't talk about their solos much but yes the sylvan dude is fucking okay I'll just say it. I didn't say it before, but I like his solos better than Peter's. And he was really funny drunk in San Marcos. Who was? Sylvan. Oh, yeah, nice. Because everybody was hanging out after the show. And the, God, man. He's really was, nice in Pomona. I can imagine. He just seemed like a cool guy. Oh, you weren't there. I'm right? yeah. sorry. I, you weren't even 21 yet. My bad. I was just thinking, like, like that might have been the best fucking show I've ever seen at the Jumping Turtle, man. Yeah. And everybody was hanging yeah, out. Was. I talked to yeah. Bjorn afterwards. I talked to um, Peter. Sylvan was just hanging out in our little group because he was uh, boys with... Well, I mean, he was just there, but, like, Ola was uh, boys with a bunch of the people hanging out because uh, nice. he was dating one of our friends at the time. And uh, and he, everybody got him super drunk. And, fucking, and it was funny because then uh, one of the road dudes had to come up to Ola and, like, and he was talking to him in Swedish. And we were all making fun of how, like, we were left out of the conversation, but especially Sylvain because he's fucking French. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah now he's out of two conversations yeah yeah no, <laughs> but now he was he's super it's rough awesome. business yeah his english has gotten so much better i can imagine dude like and this like, was a couple years back because i saw him with uh was that unearth it was battle cross woven war, war unearth soil work hmm, nice. is there one more on that too or i thought there was there was i don't remember it fair was enough, before yeah. battle cross fair enough number one number one okay first soil work song there can be only one I have ever heard live video. It is the third track on Natural Born Chaos, The Flame Out. Nice. I already wrote it down. Nice, nice, nice. I remembered. Yeah, hey, look at that. I had yeah. to, <laughs> never mind, that's a story for another time. And by write it down, I mean I typed it into my phone. <laughs> but yes, this song set the precedent for soil work for me, set the bar real fucking high, and it was mm-hmm. just a live, just a random live bootleg video that I was just found on the internet it was like oh similar nice. to kill switch engage here's soil work playing live water blah blah, blah 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 song called the flame out mm-hmm. oh my god this is amazing and the, the quality of it was awesome and i've struggled for years to try and find that specific video really and lost i cannot well, find i mean that'd it. have to be before youtube even right right Fuck yeah hell. i cannot find it yeah. anywhere it's but like finding stuff on youtube you used to watch all the time at times but like this this song is it it's kind of chaotic because the guitar riff it's like this cool like power chord slidey riff and it's just standard 16th note double bass and they don't really mesh well but they do it's very weird and uh the final chorus is awesome how it kind of just bjorn just drones on with his vocal harmony Mm -hmm. 
It is amazing. And oh, yeah. and Ola Ola Frenning has a pretty pretty cool guitar solo on it too. But yeah, this song essentially just catapulted soil work like into the forefront of my musical interests. And all it was was a shitty fucking live video. And then <laughs> <laughs> you got your special connection. Right? Yeah. That's what it's all about. It's just funny to think like that. Like, you talk about song runs a lot. And, uh, dude, fucking follow the hollow to As We Speak to Flame mm-hmm. Out. Dude, yes. Is crucial. That is. Yes. That is. That's like uh, that's like Arise, Dead Embryonic Cells, and um, Desperate, Desperate Cry. Cry. Yeah, dude. Right? It's, it's pretty neck and neck with those. Fucking hell. I. Oh, man. Battery that, Master Puppets and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things should things not be. Yeah, dude. I just thinking about when I was I was ending my first semester as a senior when that album came out. No, 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 no. I mean, when I got it, that's what it, that, that was the soundtrack to Holiday Break going into two thousand three. And fucking yeah, I have very vivid, specific, connected memories of those songs in that time, yes. man. Fucking a. Ooh, sorry, I time traveled there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else on that one? It's yeah. other than it's an awesome song. Yeah, no, no. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's... Well, so here's a, here's another note too. I've seen them open with both "Follow the Hollow" and "Fucking Flame Out." Actually, "Flame Out" was the first song I saw them live. I didn't I didn't even know it was them. I thought there was another local band the before they came on. Three times I've seen them. Two of the times they opened with "Follow the Hollow." The most recent time they opened with "Wait for the Kill, Early for the Slaughter." Mm. Nice. Did they? Because they opened it with uh, "Follow the Hollow" when they played um, "Jumping Turtle," right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then uh, I also saw them in 2006. It was when David was filling in for Peter. One of the best shows I've ever been to. It was just to give you a timestamp. Threat Signal was the opener. Then Nemec. Mm-hmm. Then Darkest Hour. Then Soilwork. I remember that lineup and, and being jealous Nemec, of it. Nemec. It was. Uh, it was right before Passenger was being released, so they still played a couple songs from it. But Guillaume, it was like right as they got Guillaume, after Michael left, they had this one random dude for like Yeah, the guy a, a from Transport League. That's the only guy I've seen him with, and that guy fucking sucks. Yeah. Tony JJ or Something whatever. Like yeah. That, yeah. And, then, and apparently they, they parted on very bad terms because he was yeah. an asshole. So. And, and Guillaume stepped up, and it was fucking awesome. Darkest Hour, Darkest Hour is always super fun times, Mm -hmm. and then Soilwork, and one of the things they had, like, because they they played a long set, because there were only four bands, and the, each other band didn't, they didn't play that long, like, Darkest, the uh, Threat Signal played probably six or seven, Uh, Nemec played probably about an album's worth, Um, Darkest Hour played for probably an hour, it was oh, the darkest. darkest. Was it the been. darkest? It was the hours? darkest. Would that been on Undoing Ruin still? Uh, uh, no, it was uh, Demons. Okay. Or no, uh, Deliver Us. Yeah, yeah. Still, man, fucking, that's a great album too. Both Devin Townsend albums. Yep. Um, and then Soilwork played for over an hour, but yeah, they opened with Follow the Hollow and like during their little set break, um, uh, Olaf Frenning and David Anderson had a dueling <laughs> guitar solo. Sick. And Ola started off and doing like his classic rock stuff. So David, of course, did his classic rock. And then Ola started doing shreddy stuff. And so David, his red fucking Stratocaster that he loves so much, turns his back to the crowd, puts guitar up behind his neck, and just starts fucking sweeping. Nice. It's like, and Ola just, just goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, it was so fucking cool. That's awesome. And so, like, 
when I when I first finally heard that uh, this guy was going to be the main replacement for for like the actual replacement for Peter permanently, mm-hmm. it's like okay, I've already seen him live with him. He's yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Yes, give me more of this man, please. It's yeah. <laughs> funny. Last time I saw them, he wasn't even there. He had a he had a fill in. But probably two greatest Swedish guitarists is David Anderson and uh, Per Nielsen from Scar Symmetry. Mm. And if I had an exorbitant amount of fuck you money. I would pay both those two a bunch of fuck you money to sit in a studio and make a goddamn album together. Mm. I just think of him as Peter Nielsen from Meshuggah now. Oh, yeah. But even, even if yeah. he's just filling in, I don't know what the details no, are. No, he's, he's full on member now. Oh, shit. Because yeah. I saw a thre- or Frederick was in uh, Egypt the other day. Yeah. What's he doing in Egypt? Exploring the pyramids for some reason. So. He's doing Frederick things. Fucking A. Was, right. Sorry, long tangent. No, long tangent. That's, that's our secondary name. My number one... Caught me a little off guard after I did a little soul searching because it's a newer song and it's not even a Peter Witcher song or anything. It's Tongue off of The Living Infinite, dude. It's just, um, and you know, we're talking about lyrics and stuff and I realized I've never looked up the lyrics. I don't know what the hell he's saying. I can't conjure <laughs> a single word. I know it's like it's like when a baby starts having like the ability to talk but he doesn't know words yet so he just starts trying to match cadences and that's what I it's that's what it sounds like to me something about like chapped palms or yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying, just like, like I can't I, I can't hear words I just hear chapped palms yeah man I just it sounds good it sounds I can't like believe it. this song didn't make my list just because it's Blast City for yeah. a minute like it's some it's, of the more aggressive drums yeah it's fucking epic too. Yeah, like, it's a like, cool fucking song. That's the thing song. when you can mix blasts and like epic, that's a win-win, dude. And just like the vocal shit Bjorn's doing on there, like when he's harmonizing with himself in the pre-chorus to like the actual chorus when he's going like like fucking. Oh man, there's just a lot to enjoy about this song. You know what I mean? Tongue. It's all I'm, dude. All it's I fucking. Say. The whole thing's epic. And then we didn't even get into the fucking bridge, dude. How it starts off all... It reminds me of somebody just hanging out by a creek being <laughs> all... <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the solo with the fucking key fucking change. Huck Finn and, and right. Tom Sawyer yeah, dude, just chilling. Like, it's, uh, and then they bring it back all around. And Tom like, looks at Huck and he's like, Hey, Huck, do you want to listen to some soil work? <laughs> Huck Finn's like, Fuck yeah, motherfucker. That's put the it updated on. version, yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan. Oh, man. Fucking oh man, tongue. Speaking of tongue, you're number one. Oh, I don't even know if I could do it, so Ooh. I won't do it. Song of the Damned. Nice. <clears throat> what a way to close that out, huh? Fuck. Fucking hell. Yeah. Hyper fucking melodic, dude. Mm-hmm. Just so wanna catchy. Win, wanna win, wanna there we go. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Plus that fucking solo. Oh my god, dude! Actually, isn't that Devin playing the guitar on that one? No. Or is he just doing the vocals? Uh, is he doing he, the he back just, vocals? Just backup vocals, yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, it's fucking so sick, dude. Like, I don't know what I was fucking doing. I had, I had a, my buddy had an Xbox uh, 360, and he he found out that he could put, or wait, he, he had the hard drive, and he found out he yeah. could put songs on his hard drive. Yeah. So. He was like, hey, you know, like, you got to make me some fucking, like, MP3s, like, discs so I can put them on the hard drive. I was like, oh, cool. So, and I was, you know, and I mean, I kind of know he's like, he's like a total fucking, like, Van Halen kiss, like, type of dude. But I was like, oh, you want some new shit? Cool. Like, I knew he liked Killswitch Engage for the most part. So I was like, all right, I'm going to put something else on there. So I was like, 
I put Natural Born Chaos, Predator's Portrait, and I think actually I think all four of them up, you know, like up to fucking stabbing the drama. That little nice. four album run, which yeah. is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's, <clears throat> and, uh, it's it's rare when a band releases four fucking bangers in a row. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then, and I you know I put some in flames on there too, man. I I fucking threw it on this thing, and like we're sitting there playing football, and you know we got the music going, and it was just like, I don't know, like I mean, because fuck, we I mean we did this like every night go over and play football for fuck ever. And I just remember here, like this, this song over and over, like it was just like catching my ear every fucking time. It could not be background. It could not be, Oh, I'll just listen to this part or I'll pay attention to this part, man. It was just, this one was the one that just took the whole fucking song from that opening fucking line that you did to the fucking very end, dude. Yeah. Uh, dude, it's so fucking awesome. And I mean, it's probably, Again, like my favorite, it's not my favorite, it's second, but I also think, I mean, it's close. It's for me, I'd probably say it's their best album, Natural Born Chaos. Again, it closes it out. I think that's the one people go to most. I don't know. Again, I I would say it's hard with the the Spotify, with the Spotify generation now. I think the, the most played, it's figure number five and stabbing the drama. Stabbing the drama was their pinnacle success in terms of easily. Like, so I think, in terms of like casual sway work listeners, people gravitate toward that. But like the the people that are the elitists who know their shit, boop do they? It's uh, weird they would pick figure number five then. No, it would. I would. I would say that Natural Born Chaos because it's just like the, yeah. I think like metalcore fans. Yeah, yeah. That's the album that you probably go to would be Natural it, Born it, it Chaos. It was the the, the timestamp. It was yeah. that time frame. Mm-hmm. Yep. 2000, 2002 to 2004 was... Uh, yeah. Boom. Oh, yeah. You and I always go back and forth saying that, that to me, to us, that's the best two years of music right there. Yeah. It fucking... Hard to argue, man. Fucking hell. Wow, that's a fucking list. The best, like, years or eras. The best two-year, best five-year. Yeah. Well, there's another one right there. Yeah, keep it short. Yeah, you have yeah. to keep it short. For sure. Or ba- ba- good one. Bands with uh, four or five awesome album run. Yeah. Yeah, like best runs. I actually have that in the list. Best runs. The, in the list list, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Best okay. runs. Yeah. Well, it's one time I went to Taco Bell, <laughs> <laughs> but I had the flu, too. <laughs> oh, man. And I had altitude sickness, so <laughs> yeah, fucking. Yeah. I just got back from the airport. I had all this air, airport food. Yeah. Then I had ice cream and Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to the Taco Bell in Big Bear if you've been having a rough day. <laughs> Fuck Damn, that's hell. fucked up. Yep. Welcome to the shit list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all these spin-offs. Oh, man. I love it. That's our episode on Soil Work. We got to do the top 10. Mm-hmm. d Top 10 from Spotify. Let's go. So here's the thing, man. When I went back to do this, I because we... Uh, we had the version before. A lot of it's changed, and I think a lot of that's because of um, the new album, right? Like even like the, the Littenton, yeah, the the, <laughs> the reality, the, the B side <laughs> stuff that they they put out since too. So looking at what they got now, they got that feverish single, makes sense that it came out, and that's three hundred thousand. Then you got in this master's tale, which is one of the B sides that didn't make the new album, and it's on that uh, EP. And that's 503,000. Then you got Full Moon Shoals, which we like to call uh, Queen's Rike Jr. The now. Qu- the Queen's Rikes? Yeah, Queen Work. Queen's Work. Soil Rike. <laughs> soil Rike. Yeah, it's a Soil Rike song. Yeah, yeah. So that's 1.3 million. 
From there we have Arrival. Is that the first one on? Uh, is that the first one on the new album? Yes. Okay, so that's two point five mil. Uh, let's see. From there we got Distance on uh, Stabbing the Drama. Wow. Yeah, it looks like there's more Stabbing the Drama songs on here than anything else. <laughs> it is the roller coaster. Yeah. From there, oh no, we also got that S word one. Uh, St- Stalfagal. Yeah, that, that has two mil, two point nine mil, and that's up in there too. Getting back on the main swing of things, we got Rejection Roll with seven point eight mil, and then uh, Nerve. Yeah, Nerve uh, with eight point five, and then we have the song Stabbing the Drama with eleven point three million, and then yes! to the uh, confusion of uh, soil work themselves. <laughs> Distortion Sleep with uh, almost 16 million. Massively, massively more. Yeah. Like, like that's a lot more. Yeah, I remember on the uh, very great episode of Doc Coyle's X-Man with Peter Witchers himself, he asked, why is that your biggest song on Spotify? And he's like, I honestly don't know. Like, like did they close it? It has to be on a playlist somewhere. Uh, that's what, yeah, that's the only thing I can come up with. We saw them do it at the Turtle 11 years ago. Randomly, well, we I, I, didn't. I yeah, yeah, yeah. For a full disclosure, I'm looking at him when I say that. Also, neither did we. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> I've, um, never, I've never seen. I like. Life. I like how you say. I saw it with him. You're pointing to me, but you didn't. You didn't specify <laughs> Sorry, which yeah, yeah, yeah. him. You're speaking <laughs> to Alex. <laughs> There's only three people at the table. Use your gauge your estimation. <laughs> um, but oh man, I mean that. I mean fuck that time seeing them. Every time I've seen them has been awesome. But that time at the turtle was yeah. something else, man. They also they also played it uh, when I saw them in Pomona. Oh, but I mean, by then the writing would have been on the wall that they had to after looking. Yeah, at Yeah, pr- right? pretty much. Yeah, they played some random shit at the jumping turtle one. Yeah, they played like Million Flame. Is this the one that has like the running guitar? The yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's the fist pumper. Like, and it's you know what? It's journeyish. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about after we did the journey episode, it's journeyish, ish. But you know what they did play it at, at a. At it might the be the most normal song. Yeah, I could buy that. Like it rock. Is. Yeah, it's normal. Yeah, it's it's the most gateway. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. But so I, yeah, it's probably in a, it could, it's probably in a playlist somewhere too. Yeah, but um, they also played um, "Song of the Damned" at the Turtle, and that yeah. was fucking sing along city. Dude. Yeah. I remember Ola had this thing. Song of yeah. the Ola Well, that's the thing. It's the, like in a fucking range that most everybody can actually sing. Yeah, it's like yeah. Bjorn's going to cut us all some slack and be right. like, okay, well, I'll give you something you can well, also do. Well, that's also before he started doing <laughs> yeah. all the fucking yeah, crazy The vocal shit. acrobatics. But yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, he, I don't know. Yeah, so I think th- I think that's an easy one to fucking sing along with also. Yeah. No, absolutely. So some of the songs that we uh, did last time, they got knocked off the list because of the new album. Helsinki, is that that's one off Death Resonance, right? Yes, I think that so. That was like yes. the one specifically yeah, for that. Yeah, the single. Yeah, Overload, uh, Light the Torch, This Momentary Bliss, and Ride Majestic all got knocked off the list because of the new album. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Fucking a. So lots changed. Man, between I just didn't hear much like around the new album. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't on Metal Twitter no, now, yeah, at no, that no. point, so maybe people were talking about but I just didn't hear much about it, really. It's just like they're there, but they're not on the tip of everybody's I mean, tongue. The only, reason like I knew, the only reason I even knew it was out was because I was listening to Debate and Destroy, and they had like their kind of like a, I don't know, it was like a Final Four debate thing of what's the better of the Swedish bands, because Amon Marth had a new album, Children of Bodom had a new album, Soilworks new album, and Inflames new album. Hmm. And they kind of, like, I mean, and they all went, they went through all of them, did the debates, and then I had the final winner. 
Anyways, thanks for joining us. Let us know what your favorite soil work shit is. Did you see them any particularly cool times? I mean, fucking, we got stories out the ass. Dude, is Distortion Sleep your yeah, favorite song? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know, man. How many like, times have you heard it? Yeah, yeah. Have How you many... been on any roller coasters? <laughs> <laughs> Did you eat at a shady Taco Bell? Mm-hmm. Other, like, shadier than normal? Yeah. Let us know. Are there two Taco Bells in Big Bear? I'd be curious <laughs> at this point. Let me know. I haven't been up there in a while. Do your poops feel like soil work? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I remember that was a big thing with soil work. was like, no, our name's not about shitting yourself. <laughs> but yeah, I guess they came out and had to say that pretty early on. Oh, so man. English to oh, and also, English. remember, Soil Reich. Yes, Soil Reich. Watch out for our upcoming collaboration. <laughs> the bleep bloops. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. As always, hit us up on uh, the Twitter and the Instagram and all the socials. I'm still at Yes, It Is I, David. Jason mostly can be found on our uh, Metal List pod and Metal List podcast stuff on the socials. And um, give us a like, rating, review, and subscribe and say hi to us. We're always happy to please, hear from you. Please, please rate and review on iTunes. I think mm-hmm. this is probably the only place you could do it. Yeah. That helps us reach more fucking metalheads like you. Mm-hmm. And that's really all we want to do. We don't make any money. So it's like, oh, we're not. We need more money. Mm-hmm. We need more money for the show, bitches. Mm-hmm. No, it's not like that. But we do want to reach more metalheads. We want to get more people talking about metal. We know yep. you're out there. You probably don't. <laughs> You probably don't have anybody to talk to. Yeah, talk with us, man. And we'll talk to for you. Man. We ain't got nothing to talk about either. <laughs> perfect. No, man, seriously. I want to fucking, I want to reach all the fucking metalheads, man. Mm-hmm. Like, see what's shaking. So, Absolutely. Fucking A. Yep. Alex, you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, shout out to the Type 4 on the Bristol stool scale. All right. Is that a poop thing? <laughs> it's a poop. It's okay, absolutely like, a poop scale. thing. <laughs> stool scale's a bad name, too. Fucking A. <laughs> shout out Type 4. <laughs> All right, folks, until then, thanks again for joining us. Eat your veggies. Fuck your prayers. See you then. <laughs>